4: So we got this new uh, Republican Speaker of the House, and the good news is, he says there is insufficient evidence to impeach Joe Biden. And he gave a great speech where he said, "Look, impeachment requires these things, and though we have evidence of these things, we don't have evidence of those things, so we're not going to be able to impeach him." And I'm seeing a lot of people are kind of angry about it, but I, you know, I, I got to be honest, uh, I, I'm actually happy about it. I am now a I'm I'm pro Biden. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want Joe Biden to be the Democratic nominee. I am happy that the Republicans have have uh, saw, uh, uh, have cl- have seen it clearly and understand now that Joe is a great guy and should stay president and he should be the Democrat nominee in 2024. I strongly hope that is the case. Why? Because Trump is leading in five of six swing states and Democrats actually want Joe Biden out. Here's what's funny. When we hear the news that the GOP is saying insufficient evidence you try pulling up stories. No, no news. I was running a, a headline breaking Republicans say no impeachment of Biden. They're not doing it. They're running these passive headlines of like impeachment may be slowing down because the Democrats and the corporate press are like, uh oh, we needed the Republicans to boot Joe Biden. And now that he's in, how are we going to win? So we'll talk about that. Uh, a couple other stories, you know, just whatever. It's uh, Eric, Eric Adams. Got raided by the FBI. You may have heard the story, but his phones have been seized. Something to do with donations to Turkey. It's getting crazy out there. But it's Friday night, so we're chilling. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com and watch Infringed. Become a member by clicking Join Us. Sign up, and you can watch our latest documentary by Lauren Southern, Infringed, Gun Rights in America, breaking down the issue of gun rights in this country. I think this is something you need to share with your friends and family. The most important thing. If you know people who are uninitiated and don't know much about guns or anything like this, you want to show them this. Why? Get them while you can. Indoctrinate them first. The left is going to come and argue to take away their rights and say they don't have a right to defend themselves. And they're going to they're going to just splatter propaganda on their faces. We made this to explain why you need the right to keep and bear arms aside from crime it's fun but also more importantly democide how governments historically have killed their own people and how these problems have come to be if we do not remember our past we are doomed to repeat it. So definitely check this out at TimCast.com. Become a member. We also have members-only Uncensored shows Monday through Thursday. None of those up today, but we do have the members-only Discord where you can hang out with like-minded individuals, and they have their own shows running, and there will be an after show in the Discord. So check it out. Smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. As I mentioned, become a member at TimCast.com. Joining us tonight to talk about this and
0: everything else is Taylor Hansen. Good to be here. Who are you? What do you do? My uh, name's Taylor Hansen, as you said, and I am a field reporter for tenant Media. And right on, the
1: M-bop guy. I thought that was you. The
0: Mbop guy too, apparently. Yeah, yes, I get that and, a lot. And uh,
4: we did our first episode of the Culture War on Tenant Media on YouTube, so definitely subscribe to that. We're 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 super excited about this. Basically, we're going to have like this independent media supergroup thing going on. So there's going to be a lot a, a lot of really awesome content. And I'll just say right now, one of the one of the the best things for us, it's a uh, one show a week we're going to be doing with Tenant Media in the mornings, the Culture War. But basically, it's a it's a it's a major cross promotional uh, uh, benefit for all of us that, uh, you know, when when uh, Taylor's doing his reporting, when we're doing culture war, the people who find our podcast or find his reporting, there's, there's crossover. And so it's uh, going to be very, very beneficial coming into this uh, uh uh, presidential election cycle, so super excited to have you, man! Can't wait. Hannah Claire's hanging out.
1: Hey, I'm Hannah Claire brimlow I'm a writer for Timcast.com. You should follow at Timcast News on the various social media platforms. And we have the I don't know what your position is at Trash House Records, but it's Carter yes,
5: Banks. Yes, yes, Trash House Records. um Timcast music producer, Carter Banks. Got yeah, he and stuff coming
4: up is just gone. I am, he was talking uh, smack yeah. about
0: how he's going to beat everybody in poker, and then didn't show up. I was supposed to lift with him today. Ghosted. Really? Ghosted, man. He's probably playing Baldur's Gate 3. He was, he was live streaming about, oh, okay. uh, I think he was live streaming about uh, the underground city or something huh. like that.
4: Well, you know, yeah, whatever floats <laughs> his boat. We got
6: surge pressing the buttons. Yes, I'm here uh, on Friday. It's just a new one for me, but uh, I'm excited. It's always
4: good to see you, Taylor. Always. Pleasure. Let's do it, Tim. Here's the breaking headline from the Washington Post. Momentum behind impeachment increase slows under new speaker. Now, hold on there a minute why aren't they running the major headline of speaker of the house says no impeachment they want joe biden impeached they're like come on republicans you have to walk into this one so we have this video ed krasenstein you know him you love him he tweets out this video let's play uh play the clip for you so you can uh hear it yourself as to why he's saying no impeachment at this time
7: i mean let this be an open invitation to president biden i know the white house is is recording all this they're watching what we do here here's the open invitation President Biden, Secretary Blinken, any of the Biden family members and associates, or anyone who seeks to clear their name, anybody involved in this investigation at all, you can come right here. You are welcome here in Congress to our committees. We on the House Judiciary Committee, House Oversight Committee, Weaponization Committee, the Ways and Means Committee, any of them, pick your committee and we'll bring you in and you can clear your name. Mr. Speaker, we would love to return our full focus to our regular and important work here. But the facts and our sworn oath to defend the Constitution require this inquiry. And I'll I'll close this with, with this, and I'm going to bring up a couple of my colleagues who will share their thoughts as well. But remember that Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution itself expressly states that the sole power of impeachment belongs here to this House. And then Article 2, Section 4 says, listen to the language carefully. It's expressly written in the Constitution. This is not political talking points. We're not making this up. It says in Article 2, Section 4, that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. My friends, I just listed just a small sample, just the tip of the iceberg of of the credible allegations and the mounting evidence that shows that Joseph Biden has engaged in bribery schemes, pay-to-play schemes. This is what the evidence shows.
4: And now for the best part, here is the quote from the Speaker of the House. There is insufficient evidence at the moment to initiate formal impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden. So after hearing what he just said, now you have it from The Washington Post as well. You have the tweet from Mike Cernovich. He says, congratulations, everyone. That's his quote. So why why the change of uh, why, why, why the why the change of pace here? And I think it's fairly obvious. Democrats actually want him impeached and convicted. And the Republicans like Mike Johnson previously was saying, yes, look what he's done. We have evidence. We have these checks. All of a sudden he's saying there's insufficient evidence to, to to move forward. Yeah, they want Biden to stay.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hilarious that the Washington Post headline is sort of scolding Mike Johnson for being for for not moving forward with the impeachment we all theoretically wanted for a while. But it just goes to show you the DNC absolutely hates Biden.
0: And maybe it's just a 40 chess move. I mean, they know that Biden is the weakest candidate here. And if they can keep an in, him in and allow him to essentially ruin the country for as long as he has and the rest of his election, um, you know, I think uh, I think they know what they're doing here. I kind of feel the same way.
5: It does seem like they're they've got all this stuff out in the open. It's pretty obvious that he should be impeachable, but he is not. They're, they're, they're,
4: they're not going to impeach him. so this is what, the Washington Post says it this way in a closed door meeting with House GOP moderates this week. He indicated that there is insufficient evidence at the moment to initiate formal impeachment proceedings, according to people who attended the meeting. We'll just go where the evidence goes and we're not there yet. And then you have from the Hill four days ago, Mike Johnson has accused Biden of bribery. Now impeachment is in his hands. You see, as he's coming into the speakership, this is what the guy was all about. Now that he's there, what is this? Right. I'm not so convinced. Right. uh, Mike Sordovich said, congratulations, everybody, but I'm not so convinced it's a bad thing. I I stated this in the intro. I am. I am pro Joe Biden. Let's. Let's let's keep Joe Biden in there. Hey, he should be the Democrat nominee. Stop. Tim you. is personally
1: campaigning for Stop. Joe Biden right now.
4: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I I don't understand the argument as to why. I mentioned this before when a lot of people were saying, "Why aren't they impeaching him now? Why do they keep saying things like this?" I was like, maybe they're waiting for an October surprise. Yeah. You want to wait? You, look, we're we're a year away from the election. That's an eternity in 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 an election. I mean, judging by metrics on on view counts on videos. Right. We're going to get a month out. It's going to be nuts. Everyone's going to be watching eyes glued to everything. You want to maximize the story. You impeach him right now. The story disappears in three months. And then what? Nothing. I'm assuming the Republicans, I assumed they would probably try. They they would move for an inquiry and then impeach him some way down the line. Now I'm thinking they're not going to impeach him at all. And I'm all for it. Let him stay.
5: It seems like they're just using him as a, a shield. Yeah, Yeah,
4: scapegoat down
5: the
8: line.
1: Well, and if Biden got impeached and Kamala became president, it actually would potentially set her up for a run for the White House permanently. And I don't think anyone wants that, including the DNC. She's historically unpopular. And I think generally it looks like the DNC ultimately wants to run Newsom. And so impeaching Joe Biden gets them a half step closer, but it's not perfect. The RNC knows that ultimately Joe Biden is their best bet because he is splitting his own voters in every direction you can see and so it it, even though the rnc doesn't know who they want to run it's probably going to be trump they know that biden is the best opposition because he'll avoid debates and the american public doesn't trust or like him the swing
0: states are a perfect example of his support right now and they're they're not looking good but i I
4: just got to say like this statement of insufficient evidence is bs everyone knows it Especially, and and if you're a Democrat, you're probably you're you're probably operating under the assumption that the Republicans are lying about their view of the evidence too, because they just put out was it two different checks? Was it forty thousand dollars and two hundred thousand dollars? Mike Johnson himself claimed that he has evidence of bribery mm-hmm. for impeachment, and now he's walking it back.
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
7: A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
3: <sighs> Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: This is funny because it's like it reminds me of the beginning of COVID when our public when it was people on the right being like, "Wear masks, quick." And Fauci was like, you don't need to be wearing masks. And then like within a month, Fauci was like, it's best to wear two masks. And then all the conservatives were like, no, you can't make me wear a mask. I'm like, is this is a weird game of cat and mouse or something is the
1: question then are House Republicans actually doing a disservice to the American people if they know that he's impeachable, even if it's strategically for the election, it's better to leave Biden in. Are they doing are they failing in their own responsibilities by not impeaching him? Right.
0: I'd say that's I mean, that's. Yes, they're failing in their responsibilities, but if you want to win an election, you got to do things like this. And clearly we have lost election after election after election. I mean, you saw Vivek Taron to Ronna McDaniel on the stage. Oh, it was (laughs) was beautiful.
4: (laughs) It was the best debate performance performance I've ever seen. And, you know, some people said, yeah, but what about Trump? No, no, Trump had his moments, but Vivek across the board, every step of the way, I would say Trump's key moments like only Rosie O'Donnell and you'd be in jail individually as moments are the best moments of debates, but the sustained performance of Vague had just ripping the machine to shreds, I think was the best overall.
0: Yeah, but I was, I was told the Nikki Haley one. Okay.
1: That is true. <laughs> she went in our hearts and minds, just not in actual reality. She didn't
0: win anywhere for me. No, I'm just
1: kidding. No, I think part of the, the, thing about trump is that he just he is a sustained i can't talk tonight sustained performance throughout his whole campaign right there is a personality people who go to his rallies really feel affected by them he's able to draw support that way and i think you see the charisma that vivek has and that is potentially great the problem here is that the rnc's preferred candidates like nikki haley and ron DeSantis can't handle it they they aren't performing on this level and the rnc is not willing to recruit and work with someone who has that level of charisma i
4: want to give a shout out to our friend ed krasenstein over here a a liberal personality on twitter who said it's all theater it's all an attempt to create these bogus headlines of corruption bribery and biden crime family narratives (laughs) that's right this is i am outraged joe biden is a good man he is an american hero and we should keep him in office to run again Hey, I'm, I'm pro-Biden
0: all the way now. <laughs> like, Let's go. Now that we're seeing the
4: swing state polls, we're like, no, Biden, stay. yeah, Because they're going to bring in someone else. Look, it can only go up with Newsom. I don't know if Newsom can beat Trump. But like Biden leaving, it only goes up. However, I do want to say it would be very satisfying to see Biden both impeached and convicted as the first president to be convicted. That'd be, I, you know, I don't know, but... I'd rather pros, just have Trump be president. There are
1: pros to all sorts of situations. I mean, obviously, I think RFK is like, no, no, leave Biden where he is because... Yeah. It It is uh, perfect for all the independents running this year. You know, Jill Stein just announced she's going to run with the Green Party. Like, Oh, did
0: she really? Yeah. She's back. <laughs> she's
1: back. Just like, and, I mean, that should be a tell of it itself that the fact that all of the independents who are coming out ultimately, no matter what the mainstream media tells you, hemorrhage voters away from Biden who can't keep them anyways because they think he's too old and they're not confident in his performance. The best thing he can do for Republicans is stay where he where he is because he's a roadblock for the DNC.
4: Yeah,
5: but again,
1: theoretically, if he did all these things wrong, he should be impeached. And so it is it is interesting. What, what is the right path forward? Winning. Yeah. Probably. And so
4: it's like, how about we just impeach him after he loses? I we agree. let him run. Trump wins. And then we impeach him because you can you can do post presidential impeachments. That's what they did to Trump. And you can do it. And then we'll criminally charge him and convict right. him. And he can share a jail cell with his son. They'll play Scrabble together. It'll be very oh, lovely. God. It'll
1: be a super fun relationship. They'll love spending time. They'll get together. real close. Yeah, after all these years, they'll yeah. finally hang out.
4: Come on, man! Ah, uh-uh, it's not a word. Ah, uh, uh-uh it's absolutely a word. It's in the Scrabble dictionary. <laughs> that's what I. That's no, what I, I, hope I think be whether
0: like. the RNC likes it or not, I think Vivek is going to be the future of the GOP. He's, and they're going to they're going to push back on him as hard as they can. I mean, we saw it during the debates, but there's no stopping him at this point.
4: He's he's got Trump energy, and he's young. I think he is, what, what, I, what I said of Vivek the other day is that he is the right-leaning leader of the millennial generation. That is to say, I am not saying he is a leader of all millennials. I am saying of the millennials, uh, of the millennials and younger, and, and even some older people, but I mean, he speaks really, really well for, for millennials. Uh, of those who are leaning moderate to right, maybe post-liberal or conservative, this guy is 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 on top of all of the issues. I am not saying for each individual person he is the best candidate you, that, for you and that you would like him. I'm saying he's, he has he a wider base across millennials leaning to the right. And so he is like the front runner for our generation. And I think
1: with a slightly different personality, you know, if he wasn't so willing to be front of stage he actually would have been uh, an RNC top donor and kingmaker in a lot of ways he yep. has the finances and he can spot where certain certain issues are leaning i mean he is good and he's well versed because he recognized where there was an opportunity for the republican for the conservative movement to grow and if he again if you if he didn't want to be the person in charge if he wanted a more backstage presence he would have been the guy that ron mcdaniels goes to and is like please 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 who do you like please give us money to support them and it would have been a, a position of influence that i ultimately hope there is a young millennial with good american first values having I'm, I'm, but right now vivek is sort of the leader in this category
4: i'm kind of i'm, I'm kind of leaning towards uh just banning super packs mm-hmm. and packs it's it's tough because this conversation has come up quite a bit in the past 10 plus years where you have the citizens united ruling a question of whether or not you can give unlimited funds to super PACs. What are the rules? And we all know that these politicians are coordinating with their with their PACs and their super PACs. They're just not formally coordinating. So someone goes out to dinner. You know, a guy that I met, my neighbor, meets a guy, and they talk about what the plan is. And then I tell them my plan, and he tells them the plan. And then everyone enacts the same plan. We get it. We get it. But my view is, right now, a lot of these uh, kingmakers, as you mentioned, you've got... People who work in big corporations and they're effectively shadow uh, candidates, they fund someone else to stand in front. The argument for getting rid of super PACs and restricting contributions to any any politician is that only the rich would be able to run. And my attitude is, like, I'm like, I don't care about
0: rich people. Well, it's already like that. You look at all these right. people that run, they're all hyper rich. Like, they're but all But I don't millions. even
4: care. If you're rich, congratulations. My issue is when some ultra wealthy dude who works in a major pharmaceutical company says, I don't want to leave my $13 million a year job. So I'll just give $5 million to this PAC to get a guy elected who will work for me. Make them have to do it. Mm-hmm. Make them have to re- resign from their positions or hand off the position and then run for their $144,000 a year job. They're not going to want to do it. Or is it $174,000 or what's the, what's the salary? Not I think it's one seventy-four, dollars right? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. That's my point. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of pitfalls there. The argument is you have a right to spend money how you want. If you want to buy commercials, you can. And then people argue all that will happen is billionaires will buy commercials for candidates. And so it's a, it's an issue of, yeah, OK, you just don't allow that. But it's almost impossible to restrict because of free speech. You know, if, if I want to say, you know, I like this policy, should I be banned from buying ads saying it? That's 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 a, it's 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 impossible to actually figure out what the line is going to be in legislating something like this.
1: Yeah, it's really difficult. I think ultimately there's no way to divorce American politics from the influence of wealth um, and maybe there should be more safeguards in place I think the the thing that I am most interested in is uh the way that wealth could influence smaller elections but we actually see more political donors even at, at the, you know the elite level become active at the presidential I would like to see people who have the money like maybe there shouldn't be super PACs but either way in the current system that we have wealthy donors sh- hopefully would be more active on a, a, a local and state level and not just only come out every four yeah, well, years. Well, the donor
0: class is have. always going to exist. There's really nothing you can do to stop the donor class from giving people money.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: I want to I wanna jump to this story from NBC News. I love this. How the GOP muzzled the quiet coalition that fought foreign propaganda. Ooh, that sounds like the GOP is up to no good. What's this all about? <laughs> the FBI put a pause on briefings with tech companies due to an ongoing lawsuit adding to a broader breakdown in a system meant to guard against influence operations and to ensure election integrity. I don't buy it for a second. These people are evil as evil can be. But let me read you the opening paragraph. A once robust alliance of federal agencies, tech companies, election officials and researchers that work together to thwart foreign propaganda and disinformation has fragmented after years of sustained Republican attacks. Man, it just reads their like propaganda. This hard. is
1: yeah, are so mean to the FBI. They so just are. So, an their lives.
4: illegal and unconstitutional conspiracy between intelligence agencies and tech companies to silence the opinions of American citizens has been thwarted. And they're crying about it. Mm. You know what's really funny? When these things happen, the one thing you got to do is look to who gets laid off. What's this? Around the same time that NBC is reporting the fracturing of this government coalition, there's a bunch of layoffs being reported at various digital media outlets. I wonder why that is. How much do you want to bet the federal government is illicitly supplying funding to digital media companies to hire people specifically for the purpose
0: of lying to manipulate the public? Well, didn't Vice just lay off some more people and then sure completely shut down? Jezebel's gone. Yeah, Yeah, Jezebel.
1: But that's just a public service, you know, that's that's good for no everyone. No coincidence.
0: Yeah, no coincidence. And
4: they're like, "You know what? Our business isn't aligned."
1: And I'm not saying
4: that these companies are funded by the CIA or anything like that. But there are there if if you do the research and there's a lot of stories that we've we've talked about over the over the years and stories that I've covered several years ago, you do often see this. There is government programs that provide funding that typically get used for propagandistic efforts. We know that the federal government provides crap loads of monies to public radio, which gets cyp- They do this, this game where it's like, NPR doesn't get government funding. And then it turns out that, no, some other organization gets funding, which then provides funding to NPR. Mm-hmm. So it's circuitous, but
0: we see what you're doing. The CIA would never, never fund something to <laughs> further push their interests. They've never done that, right? But I do think it's interesting. And that's all I'm saying. I am not saying I have
4: any evidence. I'm saying it's very interesting that Whenever you get these stories of like government programs ending, there's a bunch of layoffs in the corporate press. Huh? How about that? How about that? So uh, what's this story about? The tech companies were colluding with the government to suppress the free speech of American citizens in violation of the First Amendment. They got caught. The Republicans are shutting them down. And now they're whinging about it.
1: Do you think people read this for sentence uh, a once robust alliance of federal agencies, tech companies, election officials, and researchers, and think these are the people I want to have in a robust alliance? These are the alliance. good guys. Like, yeah, these are the. This good sounds like it really is looking out for They've me. Or do you the think integrity? That's true. It, it means the opposite, right? right. Uh, but I, I just wonder if the average American looks at this and says, "Oh, they are trying to pull it over me," because people don't trust the government. Some do. Some portions of voters really trust it, but a lot of voters are skeptical of it. And so it makes me think if you saw these words strung together, you'd be like, this is a good thing. We don't want this once robust. But the alliance. way
0: they write it, they act like it's such a big tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> these these people are abject evil. I'm
4: sorry. The CCP is evil. I think I can't speak too much to Vladimir because I don't know enough about Russia, but he appears to do many things that I would describe as self-interested and evil. But the CCP, I think, takes the cake. Uh, Russia may be a bit more vague and nameless uh, in terms CCP of
1: is bad though,
4: CCP is, is just abject evil. We can see the things they do uh, in terms of uh, militaristic expansion, the way they st- seize property, the way they control the lives of the people who live in China, the videos of people being tortured by police. Yeah, it's not a fun place to live. I'm not saying Russia is, but, you know, they're not as bad as the CCP. Still, I'm not a big fan of Putin, but uh, these intelligence agencies and the things they're doing, this is evil. I'm sorry, they might sit there and think I'm the good guy. No, you're a crackpot evil despot who thinks that your life is better than someone else's and you have a right to dictate what they think and do. You don't, you don't. I'll tell you what my view is. My view is more like, if the American people believe stupid things, they're allowed to believe stupid things. Mm-hmm. And then the intelligence agencies are like, but but we have to go fight Putin. And if the American people are doing stupid things, we'll fail. I'm like, that's too bad. A decentralized system is better than a centralized one. And here's why. If it is... That 60% of the Americans are so dumb, they vote for a dumb policy, which causes problems for this country and serious ones. It is better than if you have one crackpot who believes tons of crackpot things and then drives the country into the toilet. What appears to be happening now is this country is no longer operating in a decentralized way. So we are getting hyper centralized, ideologically driven crackpot decisions by the deep state, which is destroying the country. And then in the meantime, they're saying, but it's everyone else who's the problem. Dude, let grandma post her stupid memes on Facebook. Let people be wrong and let the best ideas win. You when you try to control everything and regulate everything, we, we, we look, there's a great meme Luke posted, Luke Rukowski posted, and it's the private sector from 1950 to today and the public sector from 1950 to today. And guess what? The private sector, it's like, you know, this this gigantic box computer in a warehouse and then a cell phone. And the public sector, it's everything's the exact same. Nothing improves. What what these people do is they're they're stuck in this stagnant reality where they can't adjust to the changing world and they think that the prop the, the solutions are going to be 50-year-old solutions. They think that they have to control the minds of the American people. But this stagnates our ability to solve our own problems. So how about you let grandma post her memes, you shut up and we'll vote for who we want to vote for, because we would be infinitely better off if Donald Trump won in 2020 than where we are today with a crippled economy on the verge of World War Three. Hey, y'all lost the Ukraine war. I don't even think Putin would have invaded if Donald Trump was president. Here we are. Next thing that's going to happen is China's going to invade Taiwan and Joe Biden's going to go, oh, come on, man. And if Donald Trump was president, at the very least, these things would be happening slower. But I also think they probably wouldn't be happening at all.
0: Well, You see, you see this, the parallels between how sensitive the CCP is about controlling information and about criticism within their own country. And it's almost like America is... Sl- I mean I'd say slowly but more now now fastly shifting to that same direction of you have to censor online you have to absolutely control grandma's memes online even if they're <laughs> inaccurate or if they're accurate and it's like America is essentially becoming the exact same thing that the CCP is trying to control and centralize all this information and they're just so sensitive you can't critique the FBI you can't critique these agencies and if you do you're going to get censored.
1: Yeah, yep. I mean it makes me think about the Twitter files, right? When when Twitter yeah. files got released, mainstream media was sort of like we don't want to acknowledge that we yeah. all knew this all along, and now we definitely have evidence that there is collusion between tech companies.
3: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free. Welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Companies and federal agencies. And instead, later, they're like, how could you guys ruin our awesome relationship that we're actually very proud of? It seems like such a strange world and the American voters just expected to to go along with Mm -hmm. it, right? I think that's the most insulting part.
5: Communism. They didn't expect Elon
4: Musk to buy Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, I know.
5: It's Figure amazing. It's a fun
1: plot twist. She,
4: I, and and, and Vijaya was crying. And yeah. I bet she cried a lot. <laughs> but but not because it's like, oh, no, an evil man is going to make hate speech. No, because she's like, he's going to find what I said. And that's what happened. And well, then, you know, here's, here's the crazy thing, too. I wish that Elon just dumped all of it. Oh, yeah. He didn't. It was select. It was search. And there's reasons for it. I mean, there's going to be stuff in there about passwords. There's going to be stuff in there about financials. That's too bad. I, I, I really wish he was just like, I, I bought uh, Twitter and I'm going to publish everything. Their entire servers are now open to the public. Have fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Vivek on uh, Luke Kradowski's podcast after the uh, the uh, debate? debate, yeah, if I can speak today, um, he laid out like almost a good five year plan about basically releasing Twitter files, but for all social media agencies and just really exposing how deep all of this goes and how deep the CIA and the FBI actually meddle into it.
4: Mm-hmm. Vivek's basically going up on stage and being like, anyone who's paying attention to what's going on, I have your answers. The problem is to win votes, you probably have to, like there's a reason why these politicians behave the way they do. Because Vivek going up there and saying, listen, this is a thing that's happening. A lot of people are going to be like, what's he talking about? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get Rhonda Sanders or Nikki Haley saying some, you know, Blathering about some mindless platitudes and it just sounds
1: good. I I think there is a very serious division between uh, those on Twitter and those who are not on Twitter in America and it's it is weird. I mean news moves much faster on Twitter and there's information that circulates that becomes fact uh, not saying it isn't fact but you know becomes more publicly known. And then you'll get voters who don't use Twitter or who are just only really on Instagram. Maybe check Facebook once in a while. And I I honestly applaud those people, right? They're they're probably just living their lives, having a good time. On the other hand, they are not aware. And maybe they would feel the urgency, uh, but they aren't moving as rapidly as everyone else. It's
5: like painful to watch every day,
4: but you have to. Mm. Otherwise, if you miss a week, then you miss so much.
5: But
1: some people can't. They they have other things to do.
4: You know the meme of the two guys on the bus? And one guy's looking at the dreary <laughs> rocks and the guy's looking at the, 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 the you know, the, the valley in the sun. Mm-hmm. And the guy looking at the sun is smiling and the guy looking at the cliff is sad. Someone posted that. It might have been, a, I, I don't want to, I don't want to drag the wrong account, but it was a, an account I follow. And the guy looking at the dreary cliffside, it said people who read the news or people who watch the news. And then the people smiling is like, people who don't watch the news. And I was like, the problem with that is that it's technically the other way around. A lot of people are like, man, the news is so depressing though. Yeah, but here's the thing. What it should be is if you wanna do that, the guy who's watching the news is sad, but he's alive. And the guy who's not watching the news has a bunch of needles in his back, mm-hmm. has a guy stealing money out of his back pocket. His that kids are true. being dragged away by a creepo. And he's just like, I have no idea what's going on and I don't care and it makes me happy. It's like, let the world collapse all around you. Let your children be indoctrinated and groomed, your money be taken to blow up kids, to get injected full of crazy, whatever drugs a doctor you know is claiming you gotta get. And that's when you don't know what's going on in the world you don't pay attention you and your family suffer and they suffer for future gener- uh, the future generations suffer
0: those are the same people that you know say oh as long as it doesn't affect me doing X or this you know if I get as long as I can get a beer at the end of the day then uh you know it doesn't worry me yeah but, but and then it'll, it'll it worries you very quickly when <laughs> right. things start hitting the fan as they are right now yeah yeah
1: I think sorry are you gonna say something?
5: oh well I was just gonna say Tim we had a I think um Genocide Losing My Mind reached. It was our year anniversary for that. A couple days ago, I was reading a comment and someone was like, Anyone back here a year later thinking, like, <laughs> wow, they knew ahead of time? Crazy. Because, like, knew ahead of time. it was before the Ukraine thing. Uh, I mean, uh, 80% of that song was written 20 years True, ago. True, but it was just kind of funny how we had put that video out and, like, the bridge is just like all the bombs. and Oh, right. And right. And I'm
0: like, Oh, shit.
4: mostly peaceful drone right, strike. Right. The world is ending. Here's why it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he we're gets, making fun of the media, and then they're doing exactly what we joke. I they're mean, like, look.
1: thank you for the plot ideas. This is nobody. Right.
4: Nobody right. beats the Babylon Bee. Mm-hmm. They had they wrote that article, and it said uh, woke activist and and skinhead try arguing, but end up agreeing on everything, and then someone was like. Babylon b strikes again, and there's an article saying like, why are neo-Nazis joining pro-Palestinian oh, protests? <laughs> yes.
6: Speaking of that Ryan Long and Danny Polishuk video, where it has like the hardcore racist guy, and then someone who's yeah. like in BLM, yeah. and have every opinion, is exactly aligned, <laughs> it's so, so great.
4: Welcome to the modern era, man.
1: Yeah.
4: What a crazy time to be alive.
6: It I is guess. a crazy
1: time to be alive, and I think that's the thing that I love about people who don't really engage with the news, is like, They've got enough on their plate. They, they can probably tell you everything that's going on in their hometown, in their office. They know everyone's birthday because their brain is not occupied with trying to keep up with everything. I think it's important to be engaged and be aware. On the other hand, I'm sure people who are obsessively following the news miss all kinds of things and they're personalized. You have to have a balance of these things.
4: Let's jump to this story from the American Survey Center. It looks like it's a American Enterprise Institute. Generation Z and the transformation of American adolescence, how Gen Z's formative experiences shape its politics, priorities and future. And I need only throw it to Matthew Iglesias so we can give you the breakdown of what they of the one of the most important things they found. Lo and behold, my friends, Gen Z support for same sex marriage drops from 21 from 2021 to 2023. In 2021, Gen Z 80 percent supported same sex marriage. Today, it is 69% lower than millennials. Higher than Gen X and higher than boomers, but lower than millennials. Now, that's really, really interesting. Millennials' approval for same-sex marriage went up. Generation X went up. And boomers went up. And Gen Z went down. So, what Matthew Iglesias says is that it's probably a fluke. However, he goes on to say, I, I do think we now have a good amount of evidence that Zoomers are going to be more conservative than millennials. But this particular finding is just really fishy. Sure, that may be, but the data shows it. And we have that uh, right now. But we can see that there's, a, there's, a, there's, interestingly, I'll tell you exactly why I think this is happening. Take a look at this. Gen Z's unique teen experiences. Percentage of Americans who report participating in or experiencing the following in their teen years. Gen Z, regularly attended religious services, 52%. Millennials 58, Gen X 64, Boomers 71. Gen Z is down. In religious experiences. Had a part-time job. 58%. Millennials, 70. Gen X, 79. Boomers, 82. Had a boyfriend or girlfriend. 56%. Once again, millennials, 69, 76, 78. Drank alcohol or smoked pot uh, or cigarettes occasionally. Gen Z, absolutely not smoking and drinking. And then felt lonely or isolated. 61%. Millennials, 57. Generation uh, X, 44. Boomers, 36 You want to know why it is that Gen Z probably had a huge pushback against same-sex marriage in the past two years? It's it's laid out exactly right here. They are lonely. They are isolated. They don't have significant others. And they're feeling like this weird, neo-woke, whatever you want to call it, world, this cultural world is causing them relationship problems they don't see in the older generations. Mm -hmm. So interestingly... Gen Z looks to millennials, Gen X and boomers, and they're probably thinking, how come they were able to do it? What's going on today is bullish and it sucks. Mm -hmm. And then the old generation who has it are like, we should be more accepting and progressive, causing problems for the young people. I also think outside of all of this, the biggest and most important component here is. Liberals don't have kids. And 20 years ago, when Gen Z was being created in passionate lovemaking. More conservatives had kids than liberals, and that means there are more Gen Z conservatives than liberals. That's well, and conservatives that's weren't killing matters. their
0: kids at mass. But, rights, but that's what I like mean. Liberals do. Yeah. <laughs>
4: the li- liberals not only don't have kids; they abort their kids. They are now getting into uh, practices which can result in the sterilization of their kids. Conservatives are still having less kids for sure. But I, t- I tell people when they say, "Oh, indoctrination," and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because two two reasons. One. More conservative kids, no matter what, means more conservative future, no matter what. There's only so much indoctrinating can do, and it can convince people, it can change people, but it can't be as pronounced as literal biological reality of Mm -hmm. human beings who are created in conservative spaces. So like the indoctrination needs to take place in areas where the left has control or is taking control. But conservatives are pushing back in the culture war, which means they're losing. But more importantly... One of the most important things outside of biological reality is the economic reality. Even the child of a leftist family is now wondering why it is they can't find a boyfriend or girlfriend, they can't find a job, and they feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. And they're looking around them and saying, everything we have is worse than what it used to be. And so you're going to get people who are going to keep saying, return. well with the V, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) I love this chart because it just tells you the baby boomers were out living life and then we restricted lockdown and plugged in gen z yeah. i mean every generation here got progressively more online and gen z was the first generation to live through a lockdown because probably but look, look, more look, of them look. no but I, these these experiences the culture the community are really valuable things they shape who people are and so the idea that gen z is worse off is because they are actually isolated right, right. they are unhappy and so they're church. looking around and saying we talked about this once the fact that Gen Z especially you'll see know, on TikTok they're uh, obsessively trying on different fashion trends from the, from decades before and they're saying We wanted what you guys had. We're trying to find what this is. They want the baby boomer life where they can go out without their cell phone and go get, you know, drunk in the woods with their teenage friends or whatever kids did because they can't do these things because their life is perpetually online and they have no social community. When you see
0: how cancerous cancerous the dating pools are nowadays, it's insane. This
1: this not had a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm sorry, but baby boomers didn't have the situation ship. You know what I mean? Like they actually did something about it.
4: I, I have the answer for Gen Z. Listen if you if you are wondering go to church it's crazy i did not i went to church when i was a kid stopped going around 12 never went again but i am telling you it's not about just like some faith in god or anything it is about being part of a community that looks out for each other and if you don't want to do that that's fine you need to find a community and build one up see the issue is for the boomers 71% were going to religious services so of course they, they were able to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Of course, they did not feel as lonely or isolated. Surprisingly, they drank and smoked way more. And this is pot or alcohol or, okay, or cigarettes. So they're probably all smoking cigarettes, to be fair. But the, the reality is, when you look at this chart, religious, regularly attending religious services means they are constantly in a social environment. And Gen Z, less likely to do so. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I saw this video went viral like a year ago of this moderately attractive like 24 year old woman talking about how she was basically an incel. She stayed at home all day. She had no boyfriend and she posted things on the internet. And I'm like, that's weird. Like I I can understand that for a 24 year old guy who does not know how to do these things. But I was like surprised to learn, man, even for young women, they're experiencing many of these similar things because it's not about whether you're a man or a woman for the most part. It's whether or not you know how to socialize or you are a terminally online person.
0: Mm -hmm. It's almost Mm -hmm. like skewing gender roles is a bad thing for dating. It's almost like women are supposed to be women and men are supposed to be men and we have a mutually beneficial relationship and when you start to skew that, it makes people more lonely. I mean, no man is going to go hang out with another man that was a woman and you're not going to seek that exact same relationship. I mean, some of you might, but it doesn't work out.
1: I think it progresses into marriage, too. Right. I mean, as soon as we sent women to the workforce, we saw a complete collapse in their more traditional roles like uh, volunteering went down. This is typically something women manage in the home. It's typically women who organize the social calendar. And so if you have two working people who are obsessed all the time plugged into (laughs) their laptop job the idea that there's community that they foster among themselves and among their children just completely goes away. People don't take, people don't realize how important the gender roles were for society. They think it's just something that happened yeah. to oppress Ta- women.
4: Mm-hmm. Take a look at this one. Gen Z adults spent less time with friends as teenagers. This is crazy to me. Gen X, 60% said during most or all of my teen years, they hung out with friends. 29% said during some of their teen years and 11% said not at all. Only 40% of Gen Z Says during most or all of their teen years, they regularly hang out with hung out with friends. That's that that's crazy. My, my mine is uh, uh, if, if someone asks me, during all of my teen years, all I did was regularly hang out with my friends. Yo, there there were points in my life when I was like 14, I wouldn't go home, mm-hmm. I would stay over at my friend's house. All night, and we'd play N64, like the four of us. Mm-hmm. We were in, we, I had friends, we were in a band together. Then I started skateboarding. My friend group got bigger. All we would do is go out and skateboard all the time. And then when I stopped going to high school after a couple months, all we did was go out every single day and skateboard. It is crazy to me to think that there are there, there were kids in Gen Z that literally were not hanging out with friends.
1: But think it's about nuts. the effect of COVID, internet. right? The internet oh, and sure. COVID. There was well, literally years that high schoolers went from being like, like, I know people who were freshmen in high school the year lockdown happened, right? Then for the next basically two years. But is they that Gen not, Z? Yeah, they'd yeah. be Gen Z. Yeah. And so they wouldn't be in school. I mean, this is true of a lot of people. And if you're not, I mean, this is true in a lot of situations. You have to start making friends too in order to maintain friendship. So if they never got that introduction, especially during this age where socializing is actually something the brain desperately needs to practice, then you are Chat, it's more challenging to make friends. It gets more comfortable to stay online and talk on anonymous, you know, internet forums, whatever else. The internet is good in a lot of ways, but ultimately, I think a lot of people have been using it to avoid practicing normal social skills that baby boomers just did because that was how we operated as a society.
4: This is crazy. Take a look at this. So, uh, influence on parental education. Kids who had two parents were more likely, substantially more likely to take private art or music lessons, play in a competitive sport, regularly attend religious services, and substantially less likely to drink alcohol, smoke pot, or cigarettes occasionally. Unsurprising that two-parent homes are better. Now, with no degree, that's college degree, which is interesting, two parents with no degree was uh, less likely than single parents to play a competitive sport. I think that one makes sense. Single parent probably says, I'm gonna drop my kid off at soccer practice so I can go take care of business and then come back later. But still regularly attended religious services, still uh, less likely to drink and, and smoke pot, still more likely to take uh, private art or music lessons. Single parent across the board seems to, to have it the worst. And I think that's in, in, increasing. There was a uh, viral post. that's probably fake, but it was like a woman saying she was seeking a sperm donor. And uh, I think <laughs> I, had a, I had a video about this earlier. There's a black market sperm donation thing happening on Facebook where women are like, I'm trying to get pregnant, so I need a donor. And it's just like, it's the weirdest thing. This is what's what what has evolved of procreation. I seriously think we're going towards pod babies because women are gonna be like, I'm gonna keep my, there's a movie about it. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a woman wants to have a kid, but she's a careerist. So she ends up getting a pod where the baby grows in a thing and they put it in a closet. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a metaphor
1: for mother, motherhood the, there, right? The, she's gonna have it happen somewhere where she's not actually having to deal with well, it Well, you bring all.
4: it to work and then you put it in the closet. But it's like, oh it, it's kind of a bad ending anyway. But uh, I think that's definitely where we're going. One of the uh, big trends now is that women are seeking unvaccinated sperm only. Mm-hmm. But uh, in one of this posts, the woman was like, I want to, you know, I, I want a man to come and, don- and, and donate in person the natural way and then leave and I'll take care of the baby on my own. Oh. <laughs> this means that baby has... Only a mom. Mm-hmm. This is a recipe for disaster for society.
1: Target sells insemination kits now. What? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yes, breaking news from me on air. Insemination. Yeah, they sell it next to like all of the like sexual care items, you know, tampons or whatever else, and condoms. Since this when? Is, I don't know it, since when. I just know men don't a couple, know about these
5: things. I guess next to condoms, it seems counterproductive because it's yeah. all
1: like the aisles are near each other. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about my shopping habits, but you know, like the thing is, if you're trying to buy any kind of care item for women, they'll put them next to like whatever. It's saying you don't need men for this. This is not something you need. I mean, theoretically, it's it could be uh, an ode to the same sex community, right? They're saying, young lesbian couple, we have something you are looking for. How empowering. For. You don't need to get it crap. from Jake Bezos.
4: That on the Target website at home insemination set. Yeah. And they've got a they've <laughs> Oh man, there's a picture of a woman holding some uh, you know, with the thing. On target. On target. I can't. I can't show this image on YouTube. <laughs> oh. Guys, don't worry.
0: <laughs> Carter looks it up. He's like, "Oh my wow. god, I got to see this."
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh. I would. Uh, I would display it on screen if I was allowed to <laughs> on YouTube.
1: Oh. Look, I think having children is great, but I think this oh, is a weird. Oh no!
4: <laughs> oh my god! He was saw
1: <laughs>
5: it? Such too a much.
4: Friday show. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm impressed. Oh no! This. Oh, oh my God! There's a photo of the woman you of like. There's a like a, a, a how to do. You guys
1: it. have looked at this way more than I have.
4: It's on Target's website.
1: Oh, this is concerning. <laughs> I just saw the box in the store.
0: Oh, there's a how to. Yes, yeah. One of the like, photos. The
4: one of the photos shows a woman's legs on the bed with a hand coming down with it, and it's full. And wow. I Yo, won't, won't be cool for long. <laughs> we, it, we, we, that that video where the scientist is walking through the room, there's all the babies in the pods. We're almost there. Oh, they man. grew that goat or whatever that lamb in the bag, right? So we are getting really close to being able to grow life in bags. I mean, no no, I'm sorry, we can already do it. The question is, will the government allow people to grow humans in that movie where they grow babies in in the pods? They, they passively, uh, uh, this, you, know, you know why the movie was bad? Spoiler alerts, everybody. Just, I'm sorry. The movie was bad because they did not explore the ramifications of pod babies. It was just about people who had a pod baby. The issue is, at one point in the movie, they're like, um, my child was born through your services. He doesn't dream. And they never answer what this is about. And I'm just like, perhaps it has no soul or something like that. I don't know. But
1: is that sort of what they're saying, right? People who are trying to outsource having to carry children are also not actually that interested in the children that they create. They don't care if they can't dream. They might raise it as a red flag, but ultimately it's about themselves. Well, it's almost what, like a trophy mm-hmm.
0: that, that that's how, I mean, I feel like childbearing in general is going, especially when you have like the same sex couples, just buying kids now, it almost just seems like a trophy at exactly. this point. And they're less caring oh, about, man, you know, yeah. having a mom and <laughs> so a dad in a traditional picture. family. Sorry, we just, have to
1: ignore the, the middle the, school half well, of the table. So <laughs>
4: It looked like a COVID test of some kind. And it was like,
5: all of a it's sudden a, it like... it's
4: like, it, it's, it's like a jelly, you know, those things they used to put the jelly in the jelly donuts. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I That's, hate it here. This is gross.
0: Jelly donuts up.
1: ruins. That's
4: stuff true. Target are, selling we, listen, the sperm hey, too. Hey, hey, we are we are talking about the struggles of Gen Z and how they want to have families and why their policies are changing. And you mentioned Target selling at home insemination. But kits. isn't
1: that weird that we Target men is did like, not bring this up. <laughs> it's weird to me that Target would be like, Well, let's just embrace the fact that we actually don't care if children have fathers present. We're just trying to see that there this is this you can have a child and we don't really care what happens. Like I just I think, you know, your your family planning business is your own, but I think ultimately we would like a culture where it wasn't just widely accepted that we expect the family unit to be broken.
0: I'm calling it now at all like these pride rallies and stuff, you're going to start seeing target insemination kits being given out. You're going <laughs> to see it in a few <laughs> years. It does Probably seem like the schools. logical next step.
1: No, but I mean, I this, this is the other thing. Like, you know, way, I think in like 2012, Pew Research released a study saying that the children of same-sex couples ultimately... Are not as they don't thrive the way children of heterosexual couples do and this always makes people mad right because they're like how dare you question the same-sex community Uh, but ultimately you can't live in a universe where you acknowledge that same-sex parents are not the same as heterosexual parents especially when we know father fatherlessness is one of the main reasons that children struggle with you know Like women are more likely to experience teen pregnancy if their father's not home. Men are more likely to be incarcerated if they're if their father's not in the home. Well, the
0: the violent rates, especially too, Mm -hmm. children tend to be significantly more violent if they're raised in a single person household with just a mother. Yeah, there's no coincidence. I I mean, mean, there was that
1: first grader who brought his mom's gun to school and shot his teacher. Oh
0: yeah, he's
1: he's raised by a single parent. It's not to blame her for anything. Well, a
0: single
4: mother specifically, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So my my question when we were talking about
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: This on the Culture War podcast was, are we not tracking for the uh, detrimental effects on single father families? So I'm I'm wondering if single
1: father ch- children raised by single fathers do better than single mothers? But
4: but better by what metrics? So what we find is. Uh, in education and less likely to commit crime, less likely to do drugs, are we checking mental health and social well-being along with that? Because mm. I I, I, w- I would wonder this based on just like a, a general biased view of women tend to be more focused on social mm. issues, men tend to be, uh, women, women are subjective, men are objective. So when you have a, a mom and a dad, the dad is the disciplinarian or he's the tough guy, he's the leader. But the mom is the nurturing and the caring and the social. Mm-hmm. So my question would be: Would we be able to track uh, um, over large populations that if a child is raised only by a father, they're less likely to be e- emotive, artistic, creative, but more likely to be disciplined and you know uh, not doing drugs and stuff like that? I, I, I don't know. I don't I, know if it seems sure. like it would check I, out. I think, but, but I'm saying like we don't actually have studies that track these things. Because we are concerned as a society with are they committing crimes and going to jail? Because we got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. If someone's like, I'm into math and not and not literature, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we don't really care. You're allowed. So that's why we say, you know, single father uh, uh, families do better than single mother. But then I think for the holistic human experience, without an either capacity, is going to be bad for us.
1: Yeah, I think you need both, and that's I think that's ideal, right? I Traditional
0: mean, family W.
1: It it's just. You don't it's need two good. of each. I mean, I have heard that. And I, I don't want to say this with so much confidence. But I had read once that having like children whose moms stay at home with their young uh, read earlier. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've read that there are benefits to that. But you're right. Ultimately, are they, you know, having children as children and do, are they going to jail is sort of something we're measuring more, more intensely because it has a, an effect on the taxpayer. Uh, hey, man,
4: this is really interesting right here. Nearly half of white Gen Z women are liberal. But that is the headline I would not use percentage of white Americans who are liberal. The majority of white Gen Z are conservative. The majority of white millennials are conservative. The majority of white Gen X and boomers, the majority across the board for white people in this country, they're conservative. That's really interesting. So Gen Z, only 28 percent of Gen Z males identify as liberal. Forty six percent of Gen Z women identify as liberal.
6: I wonder if they're saying like liberal within like the confines of the, the traditional liberal, liberal and conservative. Or if they're saying like, oh, I don't want to call myself liberal because I consider myself leftist. I wonder if that's part of it. I don't, I don't know how much that would actually sway the information.
4: Maybe um, you'd have to go into the cross tabs, look at the questions, for sure, and, for sure. and get, yeah. but that is a good question. Oh, I love this. Gen Z and millennials were less trusting of political leaders growing up. Nice. And still to this day. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Good work. Steve. Look at that. Good work. Millennials and Gen Z equally based on whether That's or not nice. we should trust politicians. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it needs to go lower. It needs to go lower for sure.
1: Sweet, sweet. Silent There's generation. like three.
4: Look at. Yeah, look at them. Yeah. They're like, I just believe everybody. They had no access to the information that we have now. Yeah. This is the problem with the silent generation watching their MSNBC. They're like, mm-hmm. but Joe Biden said it's true. So it is. Yeah. It's like, and wow, he would yeah. not
1: lie. He yeah. is the president yeah. of the United States. Mm hmm.
4: This is really fascinating video games and uh, and online gaming seven and ten gen z men played video games in the past week i played video games literally like three hours ago
0: i played video games right before we came on this podcast oh that's right literally you, 10 but seconds you, but,
4: you, <laughs> but you see that's work because you are playing an, enter, an entertaining show fair called enough we were Gamer streaming Maids. what were you playing uh, i was just mario kart. kart oh mario kart i was playing baldur's gate 3 nice yeah i i've beaten the game like 47 times already but there's just so many different stories and pathways you can take Look at this. Gen Z, 71% played video games. But Four, even
1: more women play.
4: Yeah, but they're playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if they're playing
1: Sims 2, they are online. That's this true. Is the thing. That's true. They're, they're doing whatever they are, they're avoiding all social interaction at well, a higher level. It rate. looks
0: like, look at this graph compared to the graph of loneliness in Gen Z amongst yeah. men, too, because men are now going to video games for their social yeah. outlet. Mm-hmm. That's I got to play video games Gen with Gen my
4: friends. Gen Z, listen. Gen Z men. If 71% of Gen Z men are playing video games and 41% of Gen Z women are playing video games, that means that right now, outside, there is a disproportionate amount of females. men. That means it's it's almost two to one. Two to one. For every two Gen Z women, there's one guy not playing a video game.
0: Well, there's your opportunity. Go get them, Tigers. They may be at work, though. Yeah.
4: That's the fair. The ones with the
1: part-time jobs.
4: I think I think the challenge, too, is uh, if you take a look back at the other metric, uh, these Gen Z men, they're like, look, you got 72 percent of Gen Z men are not liberal and 46 percent of Gen Z women are of white Americans. And so they're probably meeting women and the women are like, are you into insert insane, psychotic, woke thing? And they're like, no, thanks. Have a nice day. I'm not interested. This is another reason why they're probably like, I am sick of wokeness. I am sick of the left. Yeah, everybody's crazy, dude. That's why you see the, this like this new thing about passport bros. You know, leaving the yep. countries because of yep. this. It's
6: because they can't stand it. I know that from personal experience. It's like you passport bro. Oh, it's, tr- it's reality. It means so you leave and go to like say Cambodia or Thailand or Japan, for
4: instance, to go and find your wife because you can't find anyone. Here I mean, that you like. yeah.
1: Back in the day, we called them mail ordered brides. You got them from <laughs> Eastern Europe.
4: Yeah, true, they still exist. I will tell you this right now, though: uh, Gen Z women are gay overwhelmingly. Or they think they are. They least. say Major- that. Like, for yeah. sure.
1: They definitely the majority. claim to be. I mean,
4: I meant that literally. The study Look, says right the, the, here, the, the one the in three Gen Z women identify as LGBT.
0: That's, and they yeah. wonder so why true. the dating pool it's is absolutely Right, it's
4: so yeah. weird. Yeah. But hold but. on, gentlemen, gentlemen. If women are playing video games and that means outside, it's nearly two to one for every, you know, it's not necessarily that they're, it's that they played a video game in the past week. I get it, I get it. But my point is, if a third of Gen Z women are LGBT, that means for these dudes, there should be tons of ladies out there and, you know, a great a great opportunity for you.
1: Yeah. You just have to go out and, and do something about it. I mean, this yeah, is the thing. Really this is the issue, right? So the thing about baby boomers is that they lived in a more formal culture, right? You didn't have... I'm going to text you on an app, and then maybe we'll hook up up a couple times, and then we'll leave, and we don't know what we're doing, whatever else. There was more procedure in what you're doing, and I think that was an open conversation in society. It's not to say that the baby boomers were perfect. It's just that this was – this is a social norm that we have let go, and I think that makes it harder. I think a lot of young men don't know where to start, and especially – you know, in the day and age of Me Too, a lot of men are afraid to say, like, well, I didn't know how to approach her, so I just didn't exactly. because I didn't want to be a creep. I didn't want to seem weird. And so we have to reinstate avenues of pursuing right. m- women that exist in a way that everyone's like, yes, this is, a, this is a good way to do it. Because otherwise, you were stuck between men who want to do something who feel like they can't because, you know, whatever could happen. And then men who do something about it in a really sketchy, shady way that leads right, women dissatisfied. Right, because there's still a
5: group of... People that do approach no matter what, but they're typically the the creepier kind. Yeah, you know, I,
4: I, I got to say, just back to the original metric we pulled up, that Gen Z supports same-sex marriage less than millennials, and it's going down. People need to understand what that's going to mean in 10 years. In 10 years when Gen Z are in their 30s, the the a, a large portion of economic power is going to be in the hands of people who are increasingly... Uh, rejecting same-sex marriage, this could mean within like a generation or two, you get the overturning of Oberfell. Like it, it, it does not matter, or I should say, it matters very little that you convince someone of your ideas. It matters that young people are growing up with the ideas and then eventually take over the economy. See, a lot of people seem to think that a lot of what 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 goes on in politics is. We're in a constant battle of trying to convince someone to agree or disagree, and there's people in the middle being like, well, I just don't know. Now, nah, the reality is, how many young people grew up in a, grew up in an environment where they firmly believe, based on their worldview, a thing is more or less likely to be correct? Mm. And so this is what's happening. For whatever reason, Gen Z has rapidly rejected same-sex marriage. Gen Z is going to have kids. If this trend is among them, what's the trend going to be amongst Gen Alpha? And what comes after Alpha? I don't know.
1: It doesn't even matter, you know.
4: They're it, all conservative. This is betas. <laughs> but here's, here's so. what's fascinating: um, it was 2018 when we saw that Gen Z was slightly more conservative in certain areas, and now it's yeah. being replicated mm-hmm. years later in different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, it's going to get. I, I I can't see the liberal liberals on the left winning the culture war in the long run. I just and this it's funny because I've been saying it, and now we've got more data aligning to my my uh, my view of what's going to happen.
1: If winning generational support is a long-term game. Do you think that the left got too confident that they pushed the envelope too far? Mm-hmm. Initially, they said, oh, just don't go to church and maybe, you know, let, let you know, people marry each other. And now they're like, and also a race gender. And I that think was like yep. one step too far.
0: I think the gender is really what's the whole gender confusion and everything that they've been pushing so hard down everybody's throats. I think that's what's going to tip the scales in the long run.
4: Mm-hmm. I think in general, life sucks for Gen Z. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
0: And it's not so much that it's, um,
4: you know, I made a video talking about how it's entirely possible to succeed, but it it, it doesn't, life is not always going to be easier for you. A lot of people look at boomers and like, they had it so easy. I should have it easy. I don't know. You should go start from scratch in the woods. You ever watch that ancient technologies channel, learn to build a mud hut and survive off nothing. There's a lot of great things that are handed to you. So it is what it is. Not everybody's going to be rich, but I do think Gen Z is struggling with depression. They're struggling with uh, like we already saw loneliness Isolation, and they're going to blame the structures that were created by the generations before them. But interestingly, they're going to want back what the boomers had, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. What was
5: the percentage of boomer women who identified as LGBT? Oh, it's
8: non-existent. Three percent. Mm-hmm. So three. Probably,
0: hey, things are looking wow. up, guys. Things are looking so up. So, how, how much, how much of this
4: three is Gen Z women just saying that because they think they need to fit in? Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Is so even
5: so, though, that may be a reason why these, uh, like the, the dudes are so pissed, and they're like, yeah, we don't want this because that's lowering our dating pool by like seventy percent. I think dudes want wives. They do. Yeah. Well, it's almost like it's in our them, inherent right? nature right.
0: to seek the opposite sex. It's like literally how we're hardwired. And now that the dating pool is so skewed and so messed up, men don't have anywhere to go. And that yeah. is ultimately going to build frustration until it hits a breaking point. And I think these graphs pretty much. Just Take show
4: a look at this one. Most Gen Z men say they are not feminists. Nice.
1: Good.
0: Yeah.
4: Interestingly, Gen Z males and Gen X males are comparable. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Which generation created Gen Z? Gen X.
6: Gen X did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
4: I can't tell you why Gen X created a whole bunch of feminists' babies. Uh, female ones, but the dudes are comparable to their dads. Isn't
0: well, that crazy? It's probably is, f- sorry, you go. Uh, I was going to say, it's probably the shift in the workforce of women becoming the the boss girls. I, that's probably the shift with the feminism. I think
1: that's part of it. Also, every generation of women, like the majority identify as feminists, and so they think they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing what their moms want them to well, do. Most of them don't even I know wonder what feminism means. No, Here's I the don't. funniest
4: thing. Gen Z women are most likely to report being treated disrespectfully by the opposite sex. I don't what believe this has a re- this is related to being disrespected. I think it's related to the hyper-wokeification and expectations. So when you have that video, 5 hours of walking through New York as a woman, and quite literally a man saying hi is considered sexual harassment. Yeah. Women are going to be like, mm-hmm. I was harassed today when a guy waved to me.
1: Also, they're, they all said they're lonely and they're not interacting with anyone. They don't hang out with their friends. So when are they being yeah. spoken to inappropriately? <laughs> right. Perhaps yeah. on the video games online, they they you. <laughs> <laughs> anonymous yeah. and there's no c- c- social Fair check points. to say you can't, you can't talk to women that way? Well,
0: and if you've ever played Call of Duty and been in one of those game chats, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of the whole point. <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. So I, I think they should interact with real men in real life and see if this is the same thing.
0: It's also
4: more socially uh, expected among Gen Z and millennials but more so among Gen Z walking up to a stranger in public is taboo which is the it's it's so crazy to me even for millennials a lot of people think it's very difficult to walk up to a stranger and talk to them i i would be surprised if boomers I, i'd be willing to bet if we did a survey and said would it be strange uh or 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 how would you find it difficult to approach a stranger and greet them and ask them how their day is going Boomers would have it very be very little low Gen X lower and then it would be the highest among Gen Z like absolutely not. Yeah. There's there's all these like videos where like I mentioned five hours of walking in New York. What, what was the one that just uh, what, what's her face? Um, that one Twitter woman made a video of five hours of walking through New York as a gay woman holding hands with another woman. And you know what the funny thing about these videos is all of them. They only ever show black people. And the argument put forward by the woman who made the woman who made that video five hours of walking through New York said it's because they edited the white people out.
0: Wow, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's why. <laughs> but I mean, like, mm-hmm. are they lying, or
4: did they really do it? I because like <laughs> it, it, you, you can say I'm sure, but I'm kind of like. Either way, it's bad. I don't yeah. know. Right, even P- if pick they pick did which that. which one you think is it's bad. Like, oh, okay. it wasn't Are you saying they, they like, didn't say anything? they're, they're saying, intentionally trying to be racist, mm-hmm. or...
1: Or they're saying we edited the white people out because they didn't do anything. Right. So no, 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 no. Okay. She
4: said that... She said something like white men did harass her, but they removed it from the videos for some reason. So either she's racist
1: or the white people didn't harass her. And so, right.
4: So it's like, hey, look, 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 if her argument is that she's a racist, I'm willing to accept that she's a racist and she made racist propaganda. Sure. Whatever. The point is, look, if our if our view is this video is B.S., you're not being harassed when a guy says hi to you. I'm going to go ahead and say if this lady's saying she's a racist who is trying to smear a bunch of minorities. I'm going to take her word for it and tell her her videos garbage and it's it's not indicative of what's actually going on in society because I don't think it is.
1: Yeah, I I the the 5 hours of walking in New York thing was so weird because people showed it everywhere and they're like it's so crazy to be a woman and be like really? Like this is it? I feel like it's not. It was hard for me not to believe that that video was edited. Some of it was creepy. Out, like like yeah, a sure. guy
4: walking just walking next to her for like 5 blocks and then just disappearing. I'm like that's pretty weird.
0: Well, when you kind of picked the worst city to film this in, like where I would say the large majority of creeps are, if something's going to happen to you, it's probably going to be in New York, or you can go five hours in LA. You're probably going to have a very but how, how about we New do York. this?
4: How about we make five hours of walking through, insert small rural Christian town, <laughs> as a, a trad calf woman. You're just
1: doing like laps around the town because it takes you 10 minutes to get through the whole <laughs> no thing. No one says no, anything.
4: No, it's going to be like, there's going to be like a regular guy mowing his, mowing his lawn. be like, good day, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Hi. And then she keeps walking <laughs> yeah. and that's it. And then there's- well, <laughs> I know we- someone
1: who lives in a small town, a woman, and she was saying she actually loves going to the local grocery store because men are always like, You look so nice today. Like, (laughs) hope you're having a good day. And then they leave her alone. Like, I think it's different when you're in a city and you're already feeling like you're on guard, right? And I'm not uh... saying that people, men can't be creepy on the streets. And that's important to like recognize that women feel you know, not protected on the other hand, like maybe that's why she walk around with a man who could protect you. And they won't admit that. We should, that. Uh, we Ooh, should do a, a
4: parody video where it's like five hours of walking through a small Christian town as a trad Catholic woman. And it's like, she's got a <laughs> basket of apples and she's skipping. And there's a guy like, how do you miss? And she's like, howdy, sir. And then she keeps walking. Cop pulls up. Are you okay? Are you lost? Can I like, a ride somewhere? All right. And then it's like, and then the inverse is five hours of walking through a small Christian town as a lib fem woke woman. And it's the exact same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. But every time someone says something, just, ah, ah. There's a guy like, how do you know? She, ah, and she pepper sprays Male him.
1: aggression. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, okay, y'all think I'm joking, but we're going for it. I'm playing this video. I did a video on this um, uh, earlier. This is a clip from Ketchup. Ketchup <laughs> feed, not ketchup as in, it's in catch up with the news. And it says, uh, quote, I have anxiety. I'm indigenous. I'm non-binary. It's a video of a woman who was uh, presumably driving drunk the wrong way down the road, and she gets pulled over. And this is what—I'm uh, sorry, Gen Z, but y'all are gonna have to uh, ex- have some explaining to do here. And so uh, we're gonna play—we're gonna play this video for you right now.
6: Why are you driving in the wrong way of traffic? No,
2: I just got changed around. I just moved here like two months ago. Okay. I just got changed around.
6: Okay. Do you understand what's going on, though? Yes. You're going in oncoming yes. traffic.
2: I know, and I just decided that it was better just
5: to turn around really quick.
2: quick, so okay. like, but I'm sorry. I just have like really bad social anxiety and stuff. And I get you. I don't want to step out whenever you're asking for
6: stuff. Okay, well we're past that. Let's just go ahead and step out. As wow. An yeah. person, oh, just wait. It gets oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, that's good. I saw clips of this. What
8: the
6: right end of the sentence there? As
2: an indigenous person? Perry? Look, look. Well, look. I'm non-binary, so.
6: Okay. What do you go by? Kai. How can I refer to you tonight, Kai? Okay. Hey, I'm smelling alcohol. This cop's trying no. so hard. Yeah, yeah he's doing, doing great. Doing a great job. Okay. Three drinks. I need to run you through some tests right now. Stand Why would so you ever th- admit it? But that. I just
2: want you to know that I also have very bad social anxiety.
6: You and me both. Who doesn't?
4: Yes, okay. <laughs> they. <laughs> <laughs> so see that? Okay. Her face Ratican is. I don't believe injuries. you. Anything I'm the you only one who with social uh, anxiety. Mentally, yeah, I'm only. Yes. I'm only I'm allowed to be a victim. <laughs> yeah. Right. Focus on my finger, please. I
2: am. You're just, like, trying to intimidate me.
6: I don't know how I'm trying to do that.
0: Oh, this man. This is test.
2: As you know, as an indigenous person, <sighs> and this oh. person, <laughs> right with that one. I'm sorry, but it's just for me to be on my toes. How did you... <laughs> Can you remember that I told you that? I'm non-binary. I'll <laughs> 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 the
0: hardest. All the i noticed. Is Kai, right? <laughs> yes. Perfect. I need to know if you have any injuries? Gosh, How so can I, I forget? Need to know He's forget. So professional. doing professional. Like, no,
8: okay, I'll remember. He's t- I
6: don't I don't look, look, look. Do you have any, any injuries? Physical injuries? Mental. Mental,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just, Mental, PTSD, depression, <laughs> anxiety. Girl, I get you. your medical
6: history. Now with your right foot, place it in front of your left in a heel-to-toe touching manner, with your arms by your side, just like this, ma'am.
0: The cop is being not so misgendered. Nice. Right. He misgendered. I'm right trying my hardest. I'm trying my
6: hardest.
5: Okay. Cool.
2: okay. <laughs> it means a lot to me. I'm
5: trying my hardest. I don't
2: feel like a man, so. Okay. It's kind of triggering.
5: Right foot in front of your left. <laughs> nope. Go back.
2: It feels like it could be a parody. I'm sorry, I, I know. know. Man, thing, just like.
4: She saw. An I can't walk forward now because yeah, you called me a man. Zero questions. Wait. It gets crazy. It gets crazy here.
2: No, but I just want to tell you that I suffer from. Really thought
4: anxiety. Then don't drive. She, right! Shouldn't be
2: driving. Uh, with generational trauma and PTSD Oh my god.
4: Dude, stop.
5: How old is like she? She acts like her ancestors were slaves. Generations, generations.
6: <laughs> literally.
5: Here we go. It's just... We're, we're
8: just, we're just we're I'm
6: going to speak have. with you right over here, okay? No. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead and place your hands behind your back. Just admit don't, that you were drunk. Don't, Don't make don't, it hard. Please. Wait, wait, watch. watch.
0: Make it hard. Listen. No, you're... You're going to get a resistance.
2: Dude, I...
0: You're going to get a I attack.
2: don't.
0: Don't resist, okay? Don't listen to me. Don't resist.
2: Don't. You're being Come a here. white man and <laughs> I
1: told all of your, <laughs> your <laughs> like, Woah. I did everything you said and I'm getting in trouble. Like, <laughs> you guys. Hold on, hold on. You're scaring me.
4: There's nothing to be afraid of. What does it mean? You're being a white man. <laughs> I think we She's
3: all know what like, it means. There's you know nothing what I can do about it. Yeah, right. I've
1: been a white man it's my a, whole life. It's a slur. <laughs> right. She's using it like a slur. Yes. That's, you're being say, a white man, but being kind, kind to you. you. No, no. Like
4: <laughs> this, is a, this is an important point. He's, actually he's arresting her. Yeah. She's getting in trouble. She's claiming that you're harming me. You're being a white man is an insult mm-hmm. to someone. Normally in her circles, I bet that works. Yeah. I bet when some guy says something like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the last slice of pizza. She goes, you're being a white man. He goes, you're right. I'm sorry. Here's the pizza. This cop is like, lady, you're driving the wrong way down the road into oncoming traffic. And I don't care. You're
1: right. Sorry <laughs> for electricity.
5: Yeah, she admitted to having three beers, which is probably less than she had, too. Well, and she's like re- Resetting so, what she just said like five minutes ago, too.
6: Yeah, it's and not she, a good indicator. she's saying
1: all these things so she can be like, Well, it's it's actually that he was being mean to me. It wasn't that <laughs> yeah. I was drunk. I it's mean my she PTSD. Led, she led <laughs> with her excuses because she knows she's in the wrong.
4: You know, the advice that I was given was just don't do the field sobriety test. Right. And mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. don't talk. And your worst case scenario is they arrest you and give you the breathalyzer back at the station. And uh, I'm not a lawyer. But I recommend consulting a lawyer. More importantly, don't drink and drive and don't go the wrong way down the road. And uh
1: Well, she just moved here. She doesn't know.
4: Oh, she, did, she can't she,
1: read street signs. They were has, different.
4: It's the generational trauma that makes it so that she got her license in which you have to take a, a, a written test to get your license. But then she forgot you can't drive the wrong way. And down she's the like road. bringing she her ancestors and stuff like, come on. Really don't, don't, don't don't I'm sorry, ancestors. the come Babylon on. bees got to got to make a parody of this one. They could go. I don't just think you could have it. Is this recent? Time. You know, I gotta be honest. You're you're, you're actually it's
5: probably true. <laughs> I would like a follow up. I want to know what happened when she got to the police
0: station. <laughs> I bet this police officer went home to his wife and was just <laughs> he didn't even know where to guess <laughs> what happened today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You're being
1: Dude, I might get brought up on hate man. crimes, but
4: <laughs> I I mean I would love it if she got charged with uh like some kind of hate crime charge. You yeah, know? And real, I, 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 I say real. that only like half seriously. Oh, no, I think she should. Because if the woke left wants all these hate crime charges, then if you insult or attack or deride a person based on their race, then you should get resisting and like invective or whatever. If
1: she had looked at him and said, you're being a black man right now, <laughs> no, right? it would have been so different. It would have
4: been so different. <laughs> like, can
1: you imagine? Especially
4: like, considering he's white. That's yeah.
1: a, it would have been complicated then. But like the fact that she can use your your you're being a white man as a slur and we all kind of are like, so crazy, except in another version of this, we would all be like, that's a completely inappropriate thing for her to say is actually not okay because it's treating one racial group in a way that we don't treat others.
4: Um, so the the reason I wanted to bring this up is we just did that, that, we just had that big survey showing Gen Z's changes. Now, I mean, come on. There are a lot of sane and rational Gen Z and we see it in the data. They are pushing away from this kind of insanity and they're saying enough. I gotta say, like, if I was a Gen Z guy and I was seeing this, I'd be like, stop giving us a bad name, man. That's how I feel. I'm Gen Z, and <laughs> you I go. watch this video and I'm
0: like, are you serious yeah. right now? <laughs> well, I'm with the boomers. Leave me alone.
1: And this person only cares about. They themselves, you know, like hey,
0: they them. They, they I did the best yeah. I could.
1: <laughs> Kai only cares about Kai, right? They, Kai does not care that Kai has been drinking and driving and could hurt someone else. Kai does not care that Kai is going down on right street. So drinking excuses. and driving
0: is a social construct. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kai has excuses like there's no tomorrow. And ultimately, everyone should care about Kai, even though Kai has to care about no one else. That That's why all why I got from this conversation. admit to
4: drinking? I, I don't yeah.
8: know.
0: That blows my mind. Well, you know, I, I got to be Kai honest. has
1: generational trauma and they're but I'm, justified. I'm willing
0: to bet single family, a single parent household. Single yeah. mother, guaranteed. I would so? say guaranteed single mother household or two mothers, one of the two, but most most likely single mother.
4: What One thing that always really offended me because this happened a lot when I worked at Fusion. It, Fusion was very leftist and woke and that whole trend started about the talk. And you had those commercials where it's like, you know, uh, black families have to give their kids the talk. And I was like, whoa, what's that? And then they showed, they played these videos where it was like a black father talking to his son and be like, when you get pulled over, Turn the dome light on, engine off, keys on the dash, wall on the dash, hands on the wheel. And I was like, oh yeah, my dad gave me that talk too. And they went, no, he didn't. This is something that, and I was like, wait, 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 hold on, legit, this is the, yo, I think you're talking about rich people or something. Because everyone I knew in my neighborhood, no matter what their race was, got the talk. But there was this woke, liberal, lib left talking point that only black families get the talk. And, and for those, I, I'll clarify. The talk is when a father explains, or mother explains to their kids,
3: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every, everyone I
4: know of every yeah. different race was told, if you get pulled over, turn the engine off, put the keys in the dash, turn the light on, put your hands on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Then when they ask for your license and insurance, it's on the dash, you grab it, and you can. all your hands are in plain view the whole time.
0: Well, I got the talk, and I come from a family of police officers, so that should show. I got right? the like, talk in driver's I head. They teach <laughs> you yeah, that in, in driver's head. Yeah, don't hit the gas pedal when you get pulled over. Don't Why? reach for <laughs> well, something. Like, turn very the music quickly.
4: down because you know they they're stopping you they don't want to don't reach for the glove box all of these things that's yeah. why it's like you get pulled over you put your insurance on the dash you put your wallet in the dash You put the keys in the dash they know you can't drive the car's not going to move the lights on they can see everything you grab your wallet right there and you I just it to wait him. for
5: them to approach with my hands where they can yep. see them because like well yeah you put your I hands on doing. the wheel yeah right so they can see your until hands.
0: they ask you to do something then well and if you're armed you let them know that you're armed i mean well, at least that's, in most situations that, but it also can no backfire. that's
4: that that's bad advice uh you different have states to, have different laws on this and you got to talk to your lawyer about that one. Some states require it and some states don't. And some states create serious problems if you needlessly start saying things like that. So that's... I can see
0: that. Yeah, don't, don't listen to that. Talk to your lawyer about... Yeah, because there's... It's what uh, I've
1: wondered because if you're driving with like a gun in your glove box and you have to get well, that's insurance. that's usually
0: like, like i'll have a gun in the glove home. box and then you usually my wallet's in the glove box or something so and then you have to reach in and you say hey officer that's a complicated i want situation. you to know yeah there's a firearm in the glove box but my wallet or my registration is also there you can reach in if you'd like or i can reach now in you're for consenting it. to them search your vehicle yep
4: depending yeah. on the jurisdiction it can get crazy where if you offer an officer to check the car they can search the whole yeah. thing and take you mm-hmm. out
0: yeah that's nuts to me
4: yeah i don't know if it's true though but uh when I was a kid, they said, if if uh, the cop asks you to open the glove box so they can see, you've just given a full cert consent mm-hmm. for the car. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually like some argument of when he opened it, I thought I saw something. So now I had yeah. to investigate. And he said it was okay that I searched it. So, yeah. but you, uh, you know, that. here's the important thing. The reason why you never talk to cops, sorry, cops. The reason why you never talk to cops is because uh, there's this great uh, Supreme Court justice who went over all the basics of it, but there's really one simple thing. Are you and the cop going to remember things the exact same way? Oh, All that matters.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: G- cop could be the best nicest guy in the world and he swears that you said that you were going to shoot him up when you said I'm going to root, a- root-, root him up for your baseball team. Who knows? He-, he he could interpret what you said incorrectly or mishear you or something. Or you can say he says, uh what are you what, what you know what you what are you doing out here? Hey, you're speeding. And you say just out having fun. And he hears just out with my gun. And then he goes, I'm going to need to step out of the vehicle, sir. Then when you go to court and you say he illegally searched my vehicle, the cop says the driver informed me that he was armed. I searched his vehicle, found contraband or found, uh, uh, you know, a possession of illegal substances. And you can say, I never said that. I said I was just out having fun. And who's the jury going to believe you? Mm -hmm. If, however, you say literally nothing, then he can't say anything. He can lie and and lie. But, But if it's a, you know. In the instance you're dealing with a good cop who's not going to lie, he's going to be like, he wouldn't talk to me.
0: You should always keep it bare minimum. I mean, just give them right. what they absolutely need in that moment.
4: Uh, I would say give them what you're legally required to give them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, typically just be respectful and say, you know, with all due respect, I'll wait. Let me know when I'm when when you're finished.
0: It's crazy how far respect goes to in traffic stops. People don't realize that. If you're just respectful. Bro, in life. In life, too. This but is the, in especially life. in traffic stops. Like, in Texas, I've been pulled over five times in a matter of two what? years. Yeah, I don't want to talk about wow. it. Texas cops are on is something else. Is it ginger
1: racism? Or something something. Like
0: profiling straight Dude, up. But i four out of those five times, no ticket. I've had
4: what? my, well, right. So here's the challenge. I mean, they'll, the, the, you know, I, I'm I'm not a fan of lawyers. I feel like legal advice from lawyers is always. I'm just like, look, man, situational. I've been pulled over. I'm I'm driving the highway, and it's it's like. It's super late at night. I'm in the middle of nowhere uh, in rural Illinois. I'm speeding, not speeding too crazily. And I get pulled over and I'm like, shit. And the cop walks up and's like, how's it going there, buddy? You got a license and, and insurance? They don't say license or registration. And he's like, you were speeding. And I was like, bro, I got to go to the bathroom, man. I'm sorry. And he's like, all right, dude, don't slow down. And he let me go. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like if I gave him the business, I'm stuck there having to go to, I had to take a dump. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I'm just trying to get off at Naperville. That, card, to, that card works. <laughs> I
0: will say, as someone I literally who's used that card, it works.
4: So it's it's like, and there have been instances where uh, I've I, it's not happened to me, but my friends have said that they 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 were uh, snooty to the cop, and the cop said, "I was going to give you a warning, but you're being a dick, so now you yep. get a ticket." Yeah. yeah. So it's tough. I mean, you don't want to admit to committing crimes or anything. <clears throat> like, no lawyer lawyer would tell you to do that, but if you make it easy for the for the officer and you're respectful, you might just you know. Right tap on the top of the car and be like, come on, man, slow down because I got to pull you over next time if you mm-hmm. do it again. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right, dude, you, I got it. The other thing, too, is sometimes you get bad cops. Right, it's, it's tough because it.
5: you never know if you're going to get a nice one or a not nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. never know how much you
4: can say without them using it my, against you. My advice would be, don't claim to the officer that you have anxiety, generational trauma, <laughs> right. are non-binary and triggered. Or all of them. Or put and it me. on your ancestors. <laughs> like, come on. what, do
0: you, what do you Her mean? ancestors are looking down just, like, Yeah, on, shaking man. their heads like, dude. Geez. I'm. She says she's indigenous. Right. She. Didn't. I have
7: to
4: wonder. Just like about, Elizabeth Warren, right? Yeah. But but no no no. Let's let's operate on the assumption that she is totally indigenous. I'm wondering if like her Comanche ancestors are just like she's not ours.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like you Tomahawk to people. What are you doing? <laughs>
4: yeah. Right. <laughs>
6: Especially if she's like, you know, she's Comanche or something like that, at least in her inner heritage. They probably must be so mad at her for this, this whole situation. Even like drinking the fire water. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> drinking the fire water. Come on. What are you doing? Like you're not eating peyote. You're doing this. Come
4: on. Yeah, seriously. That's like, I don't know if the Comanche did that because they were, they nah, were what, in pe- the plains. peyote
6: would be like uh, South America. Yeah.
4: But, fair enough. But still. Aztecs maybe.
6: You get the that point. Stuff? Yeah. You're not, you're not <laughs> rolling
0: a fat tobacco one. Yeah. There you go. Peyote would
6: be like
4: New Mexico and stuff,
6: huh? I am. I imagine so. I don't know too much about Joe Rogan, so I have no idea. Not
4: Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Pe- and then ayahuasca would be South America. Yeah.
6: And then you have those. Uh, you have like the crazy cactus. Is what are they called like the. That's peyote. That's peyote. Oh, yeah, peyote. No, well, whatever. peyote's a cactus. Yeah. 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 But I, th- I was talking about like the. There's another one. I forget what they're called. Um, different cactus, same thing. Doesn't matter. Not important.
4: Nah. Still. I I I fear for Gen Z, my friends, but um, this data that we have gives me pause and maybe i am uh more hopeful for the future of this country
0: because of this data
1: because we had a gen z person in the room say this is embarrassing to it us It is all. highly
0: highly embarrassing. how old are you i'm 23 oh okay yeah so wow. i'm like right on the i mean i was born in 2000 so i'm pretty close to the cutoff really
4: mm-hmm. what's the youngest millennial it's it's isn't it like 20?
6: core is supposed to be 92 which is my 92. birth year that's what they 92
1: is, the is a cutoff is... for millennial i heard the last of it, right? year of millennial or like the last year of Millennial is ninety six and ninety seven is the first year of Gen Z. I
0: think that sounds right. Yeah,
1: yeah I heard that before nice. as
6: well. Yeah, roughly the same.
4: Uh, eighty one to ninety six, according to Britannica.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, okay. Wow, that's crazy. But I kind of feel like because I
1: told you the other night, like I am, I feel like I'm right at the end of the millennial. That's so crazy, like,
4: though. If you if you were born in eighty one, you were fifteen when the other kid was born. And you're the same generation. It's weird. That doesn't make much sense. Because that's
1: to why you me. get the the Zellennial. Zenil or Zelensky?
0: Yeah, so all, all I know is I grew <laughs> up <with laughs> good yeah. cartoons. Right. I had the great cartoons. I had the Ed Ed and Eddie, Courage the Cowardly yeah. Dog. Oh come on, yeah, those true. are great. Courage was good yeah. for yeah. Billy only, and Mandy. Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy good was one. good, but Ed and Eddie was the worst. <laughs> I loved. <laughs> they were losers. <laughs> no, they were losers for sure. Would, fun. Would, 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 they, were, they were
1: out. Li- they were with their friends constantly. They lived on a cul-de-sac. I mean, this is what Gen Z never had.
4: But I just don't understand. Like they, I just, I never as a kid liked watching shows where the main characters lose. And we're losers. Every I, episode, I hate yeah, it. I hate <laughs> it every time. I, you know, why I like The Simpsons, because Homer was like he's Forrest Gumping about, and it's funny. And the same thing with Peter Griffin. I like and Fry. They're 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 really dumb, but things turn out well for them. Cat Dog was a good one too. Oh, I don't I watch Cat Dog. Cat Dog, Dog was is
1: crazy.
0: It was crazy. That was
4: <laughs> Cat Angry Dog. Kind of messed
1: up
0: though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: like where, all you the best you cartoons are a little
0: messed it. up though.
4: Cat Dog, for those who don't know, it's like. One end is a cat and one end is a dog, <laughs> yeah. so you have to wonder about how that works. You know what I mean? It's kind of messed
0: up. Being that age though, you don't you don't think too much into nah, it. You don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: But now it's uh, with the weird. What, what, I guess the bigger concern is probably for Gen Alpha, because Elsa Gate and the things that that popped up on YouTube with all this weird, freaky, sexualized content is it's embedded in their brains. Yeah, right. People yeah. need to understand. I love this. Um, why does time fly Wait, as you get older? Right. It feels like when you're younger, like as you get older, the years are passing faster and faster and faster. And it's mostly due to the fact that your brain ignores uh, routine. Mm -hmm. It does not need to store the same data as it did when you were younger. So from the ages of like five to 10 years old, it feels like every year feels like an eternity and you just can't wait. When you're older, you're like, wow, I can't believe it's been three years already. Man, can you believe the lockdowns were three years ago? Seriously, it's November of 2023. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden's got his last year. Can you believe it? It's because we're not tracking these things like when we were young. So for a gen alpha baby or toddler who's watching big-breasted Hitler dancing with the Incredible Hulk, it's a real video. I'm not making oh, yeah. that up. Yeah, it's true. That's, that's going to be like 7% of their psyche. Because they've only been here for a couple years and they watched those videos (laughs) for like eight months.
0: Well, I remember how impactful cartoons were on me when I was a kid.
4: Yeah, definitely. That was my life. Oh, dude. Yeah. So it was uh, it was Richie's birthday the other day. And for his birthday, we just did a bunch of Simpsons references. And it was actually fun and funny, but off putting that we all knew so much about the Simpsons. And we can't even tell you the articles of the Constitution. (laughs) Yeah. Like bits and pieces. Article one, section two says we just listen to that. Right. You know, then, and then the amendments. But man, you want to tell me about how the flaming Mo got invented? I can I can, I can, can break down exactly how it went down. You want to talk about the spruce moose? Just give me season one through nine of The Simpsons, and, and I just... We can sing the monorail song right now. Hey, but
0: now, we, now you can't choke Simpsons. Bart any longer. No, yeah, no more got, that. I never yeah. did either. And
4: Abe no. Simpson's gay.
1: I don't get any of these references. I didn't watch The Simpsons' growing up, but it makes me feel like I operated in a different culture than you guys. Like, I mean... I'm I'm over here, you know, I don't know what I was doing. I
6: I watch the goats uh, square SquarePants, all the time. Oh, yeah, of course. Spongebob three seasons only. I wasn't allowed to watch
1: TV during the like during school nights, like Monday to Friday. I couldn't watch TV. I could only watch it on Saturdays and part of Sunday. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like it made me I could watch it Friday nights, actually. But I feel like it just made me miss all kinds of things there's no you don't have enough time uh, to catch see, up i'd
0: fall asleep watching cartoons and i wake up at 3 a.m to robot chicken yeah and that yeah. was yeah. my adult life. swim, yeah. I I swim. swim. Oh, yeah, oh yeah that was yeah. a lot so you
1: had like a tv in your room growing up
0: no i mean i'd sleep i mean i'd fall asleep in the living room a lot of the time okay yeah but- i mean you'd either wake up to robot chicken or yeah. uh what is it george <laughs> what uh i mean there's so many different things
4: Robot Chicken. yeah but uh i'm older than you so when I would fall asleep watching Adult Swim, I'd wake up to like Sea Lab and Space oh, Ghost, yeah, yeah. or the Girls yeah, Gone so Wild yeah. commercial. That's true. Yeah, that was always on. <laughs> yeah. And then it was it was really great when Adult Swim got Family Guy because then I was watching that. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, when I was man, when I was sixteen, you were, you were how old would that make you? Two?
1: Were you even here yet?
4: I don't know. I mean, yeah, born I'm in two thousand,
0: you're thirty-seven. Yeah, I'd be be right around there. Right. So
4: I'm sixteen watching Adult Swim, and yeah, it was like Space Ghost and Sea Lab and um. Oh, the Brack Show—is that what it was called? Yeah, Brack. Yeah. There's also like
6: I uh, like that Squid, squid yeah. was a good.
0: One. No, I, I, hate I woke <laughs> up. To, I would wake up to Squidbillies, squid and that one was messed yeah, up. Yeah. That's
6: like that's like a later generation. Oh yeah. I, like i remember also watching like Toonami and watching like Rurouni Kenshin and yes. like uh, who else? Like Yu- Hawk show, Spirit Detective was a big one for me. Yeah. Inuyasha. Um, Inuyasha also a big one for me. And what else did they have on that? I don't know. Uh, Dragon Ball, like Ronin Warriors. They had so many random shows at that period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Goku, of course, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah.
4: I don't know what they're doing now though. No, me either. But I, I, also wonder too about like the superheroes that the that Gen Z and Gen Alpha have. Remember when Marvel did the new the new Warriors? They canceled it, but it was like Snowflake and Safe Space. Wow. You, do you remember that? <laughs> I you remember that. that? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Let, yeah.
0: let me pull that one up. Snowflake. See, I grew up on like Spider Man and Iron Man. Those yeah. those are the go to for me true I, I grew up with toby M- toby mcguire yeah, yeah the toby's spider always 1, 2, 3. The, he will always be the best spider oh, and, oh, and here's a, here's a crazy
4: thing like this was like a big scandal i guess when it came out I, I don't know if it was a scandal but i wasn't making fun of it snowflake and safe space and then like quite literally at a morbidly obese mexican woman who had, <laughs> and her superpowers and she, she has a backpack that she can pull anything I mean, out of she's, no. she's, she's dora that, she's
1: from that arrest video no she's dora <laughs> oh man no but
4: for real what what they were probably thinking was <laughs> the kids today, the teenagers who are gonna read this, grew up watching Dora the Explorer. Oh. Let's make a Dora superhero. But here's the crazy thing is, Snowflake and Safe Space are brother and sister, and they're Ooh. really into each other.
5: Oh, I was gonna oh. say.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's an <avatar laughs> I thought they were a, a couple. Ooh,
5: this, this dude
4: in the middle has internet powers, whatever that means. He looks like dude. a knockoff of Ben 10.
1: Did anyone right. become does, yeah. fluent watching Dora the Explorer? Screen time.
4: Look at this kid.
6: He's <laughs> got better.
4: A dude, meme obsessed run? super teen whose brain became connected to the internet after he got exposed to experimental internet gas.
8: Is this real? Internet <laughs> gas? Yes.
4: Okay. Look at this one. Dude. Snowflake and safe space. Oh Yo. They, Their names match with what they look like, for okay. sure. Yeah. I, I, I remember watching Batman wow. mercilessly beat a guy and then being like, but we don't kill. Yeah.
7: And yeah. then in, uh, oh, yeah. in
4: in Injustice 2, when uh, Batman and Robin, and it's, and it's Damian Wayne, so he's like League of Assassins, when Batman just, Cr- crunches a guy's skull and it, like, it shows the X-ray in the brain cracks or whatever. Like the Mortal Kombat X-ray. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, I don't kill. And then Damien goes, yeah, but TBI is okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's, I love that degree of awareness of aging with your audience.
6: Right, yeah. But
4: my concern with this is, I grew up with heroes who are like, you have to be a good person, you have to help others, self-sacrifice, etc. They're growing up with narcissistic, arrogant, whiny baby heroes. Mm-hmm. This got canceled, I guess.
0: Good. Probably for the best. Well, now you see... This stuff gets canceled, but then now you got stuff like The Boys, The Titans, where the superheroes just, just murder, like and it's like the, oh, yeah. the reality of yeah. the superheroes. You got but, like uh, Homelander mowing past down the, crowds,
1: uh, gay vampire.
0: Oh, how dare <laughs> you, guys! <laughs> be negative. Be negative. I like Michael him telling you to be negative. Like from at, least he's, at least he's not HPV negative. There you go.
4: He was given oh, a life-saving negative. medical procedure where he was exposed to Morbius's blood as a child.
0: Man, I used uh, to look up to like full metal record. alchemist. I, I a kid, know. Like
4: this. This is Trailblazer. <gasps> look at this. I'm not kidding. She's never walked a trail in her life. She's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a fat South American one with a backpack. Where. She has a magic backpack, which is a pocket dimension <laughs> where she can pull and just useful, a fight of useful random objects. She has to sing backpack back, no, backpack. I mean, that is, Cooled yeah, that's a little monkey Dora. pops out.
1: She's specifically <laughs> against shoplifting Maybe they just from got boxes.
4: sued. Wow. I, I'm pretty sure they canceled this and everyone was
0: like, yo, this is embarrassing. That is a bad idea. I remember seeing clips go around of this Ugh. on Snow Twitter flake. and everyone was just making fun it, of it. It seems, yeah. again,
1: like the Babylon Bee has struck. Well, you yeah. know? it's like
0: drawn
5: together, but, but not a joke. Right. It's not even funny. Nothing's funny about it's it. It's so
1: weird.
0: Drawing together. So this fun. seems I mean, like something that like a right winger would come up with just just yeah, for fun. Yeah, like, and you're like, yeah. it's a
1: little heavy. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little too on the nose. Too on the nose. nose. Save yeah.
4: space. And also, no, what are they protecting? They're you wearing from? knee pads. The white
1: men. I don't <laughs> <No>. understand.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. heteronormative uh. patriarchy.
1: I love that stuff. though. But why this is, would they look, protect look, look, me guys, from
4: <laughs> it? Look, uh, guys. The marbles came out officially today. Tank. Uh, Completely Completely. Yeah. The the reviews are are bombing. People don't want to watch it. The trailers show Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans from four years ago in Endgame because they know nobody wants to watch it. Disney has destroyed everything. South Park's roasting them for doing it. And Panderverse. Yeah, the the first the, the a really great example, the um there's a really great video I watched about uh the fir- Captain America versus Captain Marvel. And it breaks down why Captain America was Highly rated, why it was successful, made a billion dollars, and why Captain Marvel was panned and and didn't do as well. And uh, there, it's it's really, really simple. Captain America, that's a movie that's like 2011, I think. What's the message being sent to people in, in, in 2011? So how old? How, you were born in 2000? Yeah. So you're 11 years old. You saw Captain America? Yep, absolutely. You watched Steve Rogers throw himself on a grenade to save the, the other men who are... Right, uh, Captain America was great. You watched a movie about a dude so desperate to fight for his country, he kept trying to lie his way into the military. Now someone born in 2000 watched Captain Marvel, where she robs a guy because he asked her to smile. (laughs) She walks up to a guy. She's like, lands on Earth. He's on a motorcycle with a leather jacket. And he sees her and he goes, you should smile more. And then she looks at him. Then the next scene is her... Riding away with all of his
0: stuff. See, and I grew up on like Ghost Rider and stuff. Like oh, Ghost yeah, Rider, yeah. that was it. Ghost Rider was awesome. What does Ghost he was Rider do? he was the peak top tier.
6: He's a flaming head and rides a motorcycle.
0: Okay,
8: is he like
6: accomplishing
0: beasts something? Beasts people or? with chains. A flaming, yeah. A flaming chain. <laughs> yeah, a flaming.
6: Chain
1: oh, and, and he's copied.
0: eternal
4: and doesn't die ever. <laughs> but
6: it's just what is so he cool. like?
1: And he just does this for no, like fighting No, crime it's a or? devil's contract. Yeah. Oh, what
0: is
4: it he he uh, he uh he signed a deal with the devil nice no, immortality no
6: but like motorcycle. what was the deal well, for?
0: He, he died in well he, he got in a really bad motorcycle accident yeah from what i because he was like a, a, a stunt jumper basically like evil knievel right right, right. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. the devil mm-hmm. said i'll bring you back but yeah. you what, he, what was it like after you die you'll work for me for eternity or something yeah. pretty much
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't know well, sounds like a terrible deal. well and then he ends up slaying like demons and cool stuff and like <laughs> yeah kind of turns on the devil a little bit whoa
1: a double agent deal with god crazy yeah I like I like the movie Nicholas Cage.
0: Yeah. yeah, anything yeah. with Nicolas Cage is always. Oh yeah, good. dude, For sure. yeah. no question. He's amazing. Not the bees. Are,
1: are you gonna <laughs> see that? He's in one right now uh, about how he. He's a, a professor man? who like appears in everyone's dreams, like an what? A24 film. I, well, he's if in I, every movie. If I know like Nicolas Cage is, I was watching <laughs> one on. where he's
4: like a buffalo rancher, just like before the show started, and I, I'm like, I, I can't really tell what's going on. <laughs> he can but... star in
0: anything, and it will be entertaining.
4: Yeah, it, it could be the most bland. He may be thing the ever. best candidate oh, to AI movie make. Did you see the one where he plays himself?
0: Yes. Well, I wanted to see. What was that one? I thought I think it was yeah. literally called nicholas cage
4: it's the fantastic no, life no, or no it was some, yeah, some it was a like fantastic that.
0: life it came out like lost of, and then i somewhere. think it was literally his name yeah, and it's like life. he gets hired yeah. by
4: this guy who's a super fan and it's uh who's a pablo pascal or whatever's playing mm-hmm. the guy and it's really pedro pascal. pedro pascal and then he's like there's this really great scene where basically nicholas cage is, is 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 informing to the government on this guy who's apparently a drug dealer and so nicholas cage is trying to go into this room and the guy's like don't go in there man, please. It's going to change our relationship, and he's like, "This must be where the drugs are." But he opens it up, and it's just the most ridiculous Nicolas Cage fan room. It's got all his props <laughs> and his pictures, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> the dude was actually just a super fan. It was his brother or cousin or something that was doing all the bad shit. That's so
1: funny.
4: That movie was good. Nicolas Cage is the best.
1: The the one I'm talking about is called Dream Scenario. which apparently just came out. Or it's oh, I heard out. about that. And he's he, he plays a college professor who like starts appearing in all of the kids in his lectures' dreams, but then it gets like weirder, and he's starting like to do strange things and it becomes an internet. Like he goes viral and he appears in other people's streams. Oh,
4: really? Yeah. I want to watch that.
1: Yeah, have you guys true. seen
4: Next? Uh-huh. uh It's, uh, it's, it's Nicholas, a... TV dating show? Nicolas Cage plays a guy who can see like a minute or a minute and a half into the future. Oh, I feel like I've seen that. And so he like goes to casinos and he just wins whenever he wants, but he keeps it on the DL and then he gets recruited. They're, they're- Is
1: that your trick? Is that how you accomplish it? <laughs> that's how I... Yeah,
4: that's how I win everything. <laughs> but, it, but it's actually a really clever movie. It's a really clever concept.
3: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100
4: casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I, I recommend it, it. cool. Yeah, there's a great scene where he's at a bar and then he sees a woman sitting at it, sitting, you know, uh, you know, sitting or whatever. Or there's like a guy bothering her. So he gets up and he walks over to her. And then the guys, yeah, like it's it's uh, her ex yelling at her, and so then he's like, "Listen, buddy, you know, leave her alone." The guy takes a swing at Nicolas Cage, who can see the future, so he dips perfectly and then punches the guy. When the ex boyfriend goes down, the woman goes, "You dick!" And then she runs to her ex boyfriend and cleans him up and says, "Get out of here." Then time rewinds back to Nicolas Cage sitting at the counter. That was him seeing the future. He gets up, he walks over. The guy starts giving the business, and he says, "Come on, leave her alone." And then as soon as the guy reaches to punch. Nicholas Cage goes, here it comes, gets hit in the face, falls down, and then she goes to him and calls the other guy a dick. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Cage is the best, man. I love that. I love that. He, he's got great work. Uh, Kick-Ass 1 and 2, I, I was a fan oh, of. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I forgot what those movies I
0: love how we went from talking about, like, the it's friday to snowflakes <laughs> it's friday we're
4: chilling all right we're gonna go to super chats if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member at timcast.com and watch infringed you'll enjoy it it's entertaining it's friday night you don't want to miss it let's read it clint torres says howdy people howdy clint you hey, clint. are the first super chatter i don't know how he does it every single time he's just weird. hitting refresh non-stop he has to be <laughs> all right leroy hall says trina hall started her transplant treatment today Please continue to pray for her during this month long journey. Absolutely. Good luck, man. Wish you the best. Shane H. Wilder says, Happy Veterans Day weekend to all our vets. Also, Tim, I hope you enjoyed the cast brew meme with you as Charles Atlas. I dropped it this morning. Peace. I did not see it. But uh, also, it's, it's the uh, uh, birthday of the Continental Marines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Continental Marines. 248th. Yeah. Wow. They went and they stopped those pirates. Yeah, that's right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, stop. I have PTSD from generational trauma and you're acting like a white man, but also happy birthday to my fellow Marines <laughs> and for the less, lesser than's happy Veterans Day tomorrow. <laughs> Not in my town.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. one, it sounds like a Marine thing to say. Yeah. Matt
4: Hancock says, happy birthday to the Marine Corps. Check out the Commandant's birthday message. That is how to motivate recruitment.
0: True. Yeah. Did you see the new Army commercial? All white men. We're going to war. You was, saw it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It, went, it went in 2021. I saw the side-by-side comparison of all the gender, the we love stuff. And then uh-huh. yeah. now, just all straight white men. And it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, we are so, so boned. They went back. Yeah. Okay.
4: Elf tree hug says, more DD references, please. I suppose. Uh, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate, which is basically d Good game. Good fun. I'm not your buddy, guys. This is purely political. There is evidence... Problem is, this would give the Dems an out for removing Biden. It's more likely Biden will lose 2024. Mm. Exactly. So I, you know, I've always supported Biden. It's those unequivocally. Absolutely. I don't like the Republicans. It's, you know, oh, the Democrats. Woo-hoo. You know, Biden's earned my vote. <laughs> <laughs> the wink. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Ray, uh, Raymond, G. Stanley Jr. says also Tom McDonald's Superman really, really hits. It oh, slaps, huh? Jack? It's a slap, huh? It's a, it's a, it's you a. You kids slap. in your fun lingo. A
0: banger, a bop, <laughs> a bop. That's what they bop call it for
6: hip hop? I don't know. For I just, metal and
0: said that and, that okay. and, stuff, and then slap. For you said bop, you and now know. all I can think about is about um bop.
4: All right, Jonathan, <laughs> you do this to yourself. <laughs> Jonathan Burnett says this millennial is officially a homeowner. Klaus and the WF can choke on my Roberto chickens and a garden coming in spring. <laughs> Congratulations, we got we, Listen, listen, awesome. my friends, we have too many roosters. Okay, we got too many roosters. Uh, We got a couple that are hilarious. They have mutton chops. I don't know why, but apparently like one of the breeds we had, it's, uh, I can't remember. Kim knows all this stuff, but it's got, you know, mutton chops that come out and uh, they're, they're just really dumb. So we've built the suburbs of Chicken City because the city is expanding due to population growth. And uh, Kim built a a little shelter for them. They don't use. So it's raining and they're all just huddled standing there in the rain. And there's (laughs) quite literally a big shelter they could go inside of. But they're dumb. But we got to give them away. They're
1: male. They're gonna they're gonna build their own shelter. They don't need your yeah. help.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I think we want we got to give a bunch away. And so I don't know what a roosters worth, like twenty bucks or something. Yeah. But, not, but not these not are much. official Chicken City, yeah. genetic lineage, you know, roosters. So I guess twenty bucks is that Yeah. 23 know? bucks. Twenty bucks. We got to get rid of them though. We were we were planning on bringing them to auction and just you know finding good homes for them. But the uh, only rule is you can't eat them. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah, these are these are we we are looking to sell to people who need a rooster for their flock so that it can have more more chickens and more roosters, and uh, not to just eat. So, there you go. True. I don't know how we
1: just yeah. harass I Kim to on, out how on X. You, uh, Feel like would even oh yeah, life. you
4: can tweet at Kim on on, on yeah. X and just be like, I would like a rooster, please. Please, yeah.
1: a rooster. <laughs> Kim's going to fire but me. But she can tell.
4: She can tell if you if you got bad intentions for mm-hmm. these roosters. She, She's she, like
1: Santa. Yeah. She knows. She has a list. <laughs> <laughs> she
4: has a list. <laughs> all right. All right. Mike Z says, thank you, Tim and crew, for all you do. Since it's Friday, I thought I'd shout out my good friend, Kieran. She makes amazing artwork and is trying to influence culture by making her own video game. Ashes to Ashlin goes by Agent Kieran on Ko-Fi. What is Ko-Fi? Never heard of it before. Ko-Fi. No
6: K-O-F-I. Ko-Fi. Ko-dash-Fi for anyone interested in
4: that. Hmm. All right. Raybert G. Stanbert Jr. says, happy birthday, Marines. Drink responsibly. I wonder if uh, we're going to see anything going on. Uh, in the Charleston, I think in the area. I don't know. Veterans Maybe Day you look like a emotion. reenactment of some kind.
1: Or I bet all the VFWs are like packed. Is you
4: know? is is Veterans Day a bank holiday? Is like an official federal holiday? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. because I was, was kind of like, oh, I wish that was on Friday or Monday. Right. Give us an excuse to be like, we
1: out. Some places, some places do give you the Friday off if it's on a Saturday. But. Oh. Not here at TimCast, where we work all the time. <laughs> I'm s- no, just kidding. I like <laughs> this
4: job. Well, they had the parades last weekend, so I didn't realize that it was. Yeah. I thought all the celebrations were going to be like that Monday or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's, it's Saturday, so. True. And there you go. I'll get you uh, some
6: crayons, Raymond, and I'll make sure to get them to you stat. So <laughs> Crayons? You can celebrate yeah. properly. Yeah, marines Z <laughs> crayons is the the old adage.
4: Logan Culver says, I can only imagine Phil and James Lindsay were screaming at their screens watching today's Culture War episode. Commies always lie. <laughs> well, so the, the, the one thing I can say is I really do uh, appreciate uh, Haas coming on and uh, and Trevor uh, Loudon, of course, it was a great conversation. But things got heated when I made a comment about bourgeoisie meaning the middle class. it's a it's a mis it's a it's a misconception yeah. that it means the ultra wealthy. Mm-hmm. People say bougie and things like that, but the bourgeoisie was quite literally the uh, the middle class, people mm-hmm. who had small businesses. And then when I brought that up, Haas told me, no, it doesn't mean that." And I was that's like, wrong. "Wait, what? I'm like, that's so I looked it up, and I'm like, it literally does. Yeah. And then he played the, well, according to Marx, what it means is that I'm like, here no, we go. That's not true. Right. If and, it's going to, if it's going to negatively impact my argument, I will give you an alternate definition, which is common. Typically, typically what we see of the left, you know,
0: See, yeah, we we need Jackson and Phil on one. We need it
4: <laughs> on the same
6: one.
0: I we think we need also it. That that same that. It was yeah. supposed
4: to be. And then Jackson didn't want to do it.
6: Yeah, true. I don't Jackson's know. I don't know. do it. I, I'm going to well, reach so,
0: out to Jackson after this and say, debate Phil right now. Okay.
4: So Phil Labonte wanted to date uh, uh, Jackson Hinkle. And then Jackson wanted Haas to come. And then Phil said, I agree to debate you, not Haas. So then Jackson didn't want to do it, but Haas still did. So we got Trevor to come on instead. I
8: think you
0: it's know? still a good shot. We're, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Yeah.
4: yeah, I thought it was good. I, th- I think it's good because uh, the problem is <clears throat> what, like, the roadblock in the culture episode is. Trevor is saying people aligned with the communist movement and the communist party are enacting these things. And Haas's argument was that's not communism. And I'm like...
6: Isn't that always the argument?
4: Right. I'm like, hold on. If you're sitting here making this passionate, r- idealistic, or real... He says, no, it's not idealistic, it's real. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. If you're like, they're not real communists because they're not doing the things that communism is supposed to be. It's like, how come every time people who are communists try every to time. implement it, it turns into this? Every time. Is it is it is it that no communists exist? There's not a single communist anywhere?
5: Wasn't there a point where he was trying to, like, remove Marx from the equation and say that it wasn't based on Marxism when... Then he was arguing stuff yes. from the Communist Manifesto and, and different, because I remember that part specifically, I yeah. clipped
4: it, the one where he was like, "What is? what do you mean by work? What do you mean by deeper? Yeah, so I, I think the issue is yeah. I don't care for this, like, rebranding of communism. It makes literally no sense. I do agree with some of the idea of class struggle yeah. I, uh, ar- arguments. The problem is cultural Marxism is absolutely insane and disrupts from those who are actually trying to create you know, better systems for the people Mm -hmm. who actually produce my, I I would love it if the workers of the world owned the means of productions, uh, production. And you know what I mean by that? It means that a factory is owned by a regular working class guy who built it up and and earned that wealth. And he has private and free trade ownership and market of all, all of it, no government intervention. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I hear the workers own the means of production, it means the state doesn't own it. And massive multinational oligopoly
0: so basically how things were in America before corporatism took over. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
4: So it's private trade, private enterprise yep. with a strong and robust middle class. That is what it means for the workers to own the means of production. Right. Because what the communists keep saying is the workers shown the means of production. And the socialists say it. And I'm like, yes, with a regulatory state that has final say, you don't own it. Right. So all that all that I hear is the communists argue, no, no, we'll let you use it. But I'm like, okay, then uh, sign the deed over to the guy and let him have absolute control over his over his means of production. Well, no, because then a single person owns it. No, no, no. Look, if there are a million factories, and there are you know, you know, uh, a thousand guys who own, uh, uh, you know, the, or or a million 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 people who own each factory, and then a, and then a thousand workers at each factory, that's the workers owning the means of production. The problem for me is centralization of power, be it monopolies oligopolies, corporatism, communism, etc. There we go. All right. Ohio man says, please for the love of God and all that is holy, do not let Nikki Haley be Trump's VP pick. I can't vote for Dick Cheney and heels. Can't do it. Nikki Cheney.
0: That's I mean, going to stick. That is going to stick. They have to know this though. Nikki Haley as VP is like,
4: no way. Mm-mm.
0: Nikki Haley anywhere near power is no way. Scary. I think uh, their relationships
1: scary. too contentious. I think their their fighting has been too public. But you know, mm. I just hope Trump isn't feeling like is isn't feeling like he's in a let's rebuild some bridges kind of mood when he's making a VP yeah. choice. At
0: this point, he should be a in a uh, let's burn some bridges mood. Yeah. with Everything going True. on. Tucker, Trump, Carlson. I think it would, be yeah, that would be so good. And then you can keep having Tucker do his show on X too. Right.
4: Just do both. I, I I do think the issue is. They want a VP who's going to capture a, a, a different base. That's understandable, yeah. and that's why Nikki Haley seems.
0: Oh, I don't want key, that base though. Nuki Keep Haley. that base away from the GOP. But you want to win. You yeah, want to. But, I know, man. Oh. But no, if she's in. I would funny. love to see
1: him pick. Like I said the other night, Chris Kobach, like a, a really motivated AG who's doing something interesting. Right, there are other options. We are just looking at sort of the headline people, but hopefully mm. Trump has people around him who are looking deeper than that, seeing what people are actually accomplishing.
4: Nonpartisan Kitty says, this is what's wrong with our country. It's always for the next election and never about getting things done now. Yeah, it's, it's always compromise. It's it's like the Republicans saying, look, look, I know you want to end omnibus spending bills, but let's just do this one right now and we'll work on this. And then it never happens. That's why Matt Gaetz was like, nope, it's now or never, baby. Okay. And uh, in the end, I don't know if he'll actually get all of it done, but at least he's pushing, he's creating that pressure. So I'll take it. All right. Jeremy Love says, you guys are terribly misunderstanding. What he's saying? They are still gathering evidence and won't call it until they have everything. No, 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 no. I totally understand that is what he's saying. And the point is, he had said previously, we have the evidence. We have this right here. You can come and prove that it's not true. Come into our our committee, testify. But we have the checks. We have the documents. We have the bank records. And now it's, we don't have enough for an an, an actual impeachment. So, but I think it's political strategy. I am not saying that he is saying this to betray the Republicans. I think he's like, we don't want to impeach just yet. We want Biden to roast. We want the Democratic Party to take as much collateral damage politically over this as possible, and then maybe we'll we'll deal with it later on. And this is our path to slowing down the impeachment process.
1: Mm. Do you guys want to take bets on when you think they'll have enough evidence? I'm take thinking baths? take bets. Do you think? <laughs> I think it's like November November 14th of 2024. You know, of after, when they'll impeach. Of when they'll say, actually, we have enough evidence. Yeah, right. Because that's after the election. <laughs>
0: right after the election.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I I think that's about it. No, I mean, if I, think I were gonna
0: I'm... roll something out, <clears throat> it would be afterwards. Let's let Have twenty twenty-four. Nope. October uh, October seventeenth.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: Good old October surprise.
1: Okay. So because Somebody it Somebody write not... this down for me.
0: Let me actually check the uh, calendar real do quick. Want, do you
1: want a specific date in mind? <laughs> I'm gonna go with November fourteenth. That's a Thursday. It'll make the weekend more interesting.
0: I think they honestly won't even end up doing anything. Mm. I think uh, they'll just let it all slide.
5: Though
4: October okay. October twenty fourth. Because that would mean the impeachment proceedings would begin and would not conclude until after. So actually, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If the impeachment trial takes, um, how many days was Trump's? It was like, what, like four days or something? Wasn't that long. So uh, they'd want it to be there. When's the election? It's the 5th, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's November 5th. So it's going to, yeah. So I think October 24th is probably the right date. Because then what happens is that they're going to announce the 24th. You'll get uh, the next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then they'll say, and then we'll come back for the formal vote on the 4th, Mm -hmm. which is just before the actual election. It'll dominate the news cycle. Yeah. Joe Biden's under impeachment. So what they want is with universal mail-in voting and early voting, they want to maximize the amount of time. So theoretically, they could do something like we're going to do two days of the hearing of evidence starting uh, on the 10th. They announce it and say, this will begin on the 15th, our first uh, preliminary hearing. The 17th will be our second evidentiary hearing, which will con- and then f- we'll have the final evidentiary hearing on the 24th. And then it'll come to a vote on the 31st. So this way, they this dra- they draw it out as long as possible. That way, the month of early voting right, right up to the point of election, Joe Biden is is facing intense scrutiny. The press is massively negative, And then right before the election, they say he's impeached.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting.
4: Then the Senate picks it up and they reject it. But election day is the fifth.
1: Yep. Carter, sir, do you want to weigh in really quick?
4: I mean, that will be a good strategy.
1: But no, you have to pick a date. That's the game.
5: Oh, d- the date. Um, No, I agree with Tim.
1: You can't just copy Tim's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Serge, you want to get play?
5: October 25th.
1: Okay. I, I think you the GOP
0: this is game so will it all.
4: <laughs> Are, but hold on. Understand. Are you saying they will vote to impeach, meaning the evidentiary hearings already happened?
1: I'm saying they'll announce they're bringing impeachment charges.
4: So on October 8th, here's my...
1: I love this getting more Three, detailed. I'm writing it no,
4: My 3% replies. likelihood of happening scenario, very, very low because there's too many variables. As of today, I would predict, uh, it's a Tuesday, October 8th. They make the announcement. They are going to begin the formal impeachment process, which will begin with evidentiary hearings in Congress so that members of Congress can hear the evidence. The reason it'll be on the 8th is that Tuesday is press release day. They mm-hmm. want to maximize negative press. It'll be on the 8th. Then there will be bickering and backroom nonsense for the rest of the week they'll they they may have a, they they may say we've had a few meetings and then uh they might not do anything for us of the week to be honest on the 14th they can say something like we are now going to negotiate dates for the evidentiary hearings in the impeachment process before we decide to vote on whether or not we will impeach so these dates are going to be the 17th the 22nd and the 24th after the 24th we will then give members of congress a few days to go over the uh, go over the findings and Backroom deals and conversations, which means perhaps on the, on the 30th, a Wednesday, they could actually bring a formal uh, vote to the House floor. Now, they could theoretically move faster than this, but they have every reason to maximize the duration of the impeachment proceedings so that on the 30th, the formal vote happens, which means that's Wednesday, nothing on Thursday or Friday. And then Monday, it's, it's, it would have to move to the Senate rapidly and they could even hold it. And say, we have voted to impeach Joe Biden. The Speaker of the House will formally deliver the impeachment on the 4th, the Monday, giving us time to have conversation discussions about how this is going to be done properly. Then it's one day before the election. And in the news, the impeachment is hand delivered. Or Democrats remove Joe Biden well before this happens. (laughs)
1: What in October? That would be crazy. (laughs) That would be great. Uh,
4: Well, look, look, look. If they're smart. They do this, but they're not very smart to be fair.
1: (laughs) But Tim just spelled it it out for you. No, 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 no.
4: Hold on. I don't know the deals that are going on in Congress.
1: I'm just kidding. The
4: restrictions, the limitations for me, it's very surface level. Here's the here's a very simplistic way you could draw this out and smear Joe Biden in in October. Somebody somebody send this to Mike Johnson. There you go.
1: (laughs) Mike Johnson is like, Tim, stop telling everyone the plan. The bigger (laughs)
4: problem is that Republicans probably don't actually want to do any of it. And they're like, oh, boy, I hope we lose. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's it.
1: And I I honestly think that they will be torn on whether they should move now. They have to get an alignment on on why this timing is correct as opposed to something else. Uh, This game also reminds me of when you guess, like, when your friend's baby is going to be born. (laughs) You know what I mean? I feel like everyone buy a square. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
6: We should do a giant bingo game like that. Hilarious.
1: Didn't we used to do them for the debates? You guys did it a couple times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's hard to do, though, because you have to make a whole bunch of unique. It's State of the
1: Union. That's when you guys did them, I think.
4: All right, bigger what they bring up. Yeah, bitter tune says, thanks for yesterday's shout out. It was immensely helpful and I'm deeply grateful. Well, thanks for the super chat, sir.
6: Yep. Hell yeah.
4: What do we got? Trent Lamalino says, is anyone at Timcast looking into what's happening in Africa? I know it's not front page stuff, but there's a potential uh, for conflict as the US, Russia and CCP mm-hmm. push forward here. A bunch of coups that were organic as well. Yeah. Sudan. Sudan. Yeah. We talked a little bit about Sudan.
6: Sudan, Chad, Niger, Nigeria, et cetera, all those different people. It's, it's a big story. There's a lot, a lot of information there. And yes, the CCP is pushing a, a lot in into Africa and almost every different nation of Africa. And uh, everyone can feel it. Trust me. We all know about it.
4: SM69 says, the Babylon Bee just put out an article showing Nikki Haley with a shocked face from the debate with the headline, Nikki Haley stumped when asked which countries she wouldn't invade. <laughs> <laughs> so that funny. was a good one. Wow. Yeah, but come on, it's an easy answer. You uh, um is the Maldives a country? No. Yeah, the Maldives is a country.
6: <laughs> it is. But it's going to be gone soon. It's going to, the water's going to cover it up. So Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. She, I wouldn't North Sentinel Island. <laughs> that's technically it's own country, right? Yeah, good luck. You could say the Vatican. That's a country too. Yeah, it's. Is true. it Oh, okay. Yeah, it's there you go. Own country well
0: country. There you go. <laughs> I, I, might support, the I might that's the best answer, yeah. I might support that one though. <laughs> go and div- dig down in those archives. Let's see what they got. Right. What do we got?
4: Uh, Dallas Smith says, doubt you'll remember, but we met at the rally in Delta Park, PDX, after my boy Jay got murdered. I was tacked out militia style. Jay keep Bishop. killing it, bruv. By the way, I don't need my red striped US Gator. I loaned you that day. JK, keep it.
1: I that's to you. He's oh, you. he's
0: talking to me? I was not in uh, Portland. Yeah, no. you <laughs> re- re- do that because I know he's talking about uh, Jay Bishop. Delta Park
4: and PDX after Jay got murdered. He was tacked out, malicious style, and he uh, gave you a red gator.
0: Yes, I do remember you. Thank you for that red gator, by the way. No, because I, I, that was uh, after night 100 in uh, Portland. That's what got me to really start reporting oh, on man. riots was that video of Jay getting just straight up executed outside that parking garage. And
4: the ADL describes it as an Antifa actim- activist who murdered a right-wing extremist.
0: Insane. Absolutely it's so insane. crazy. Well, and if These you look into nuts. Jay's background and stuff, Jay was a good guy. I mean, and then you look at the dude that murdered him, quite the opposite. Michael Knoll. Yep. I mean, had the shootout. Like... These, these people, Rest they will go as far as to murder people, as we see. But that's really what sparked my interest in covering the riots, was after that video, I remember I had, I think it was like $400 in my bank account, booked a ticket, didn't even have a hotel at the time, and flew out to Portland night 100. I got the feet on fire clip, and then Trump retweeted it, and that's really what started my career. But thank you for that red gator. I appreciate you, brother.
4: Chicken Lady 1980 says, Tim, please consider inviting Mark Dice to be on the Culture War podcast. He just released a new book, The War on Conservatives, highlighting the culture war issues that we have today. I'm on page five. Good read so far. Mark Dice has a standing invitation, an open invitation, and uh, he tweeted this. He tweeted that he does, and it's just an issue of when he can fly across the country. But Mark, we're all big fans, and we would uh, love to fly you out at any time you want to come on the Culture War podcast. And uh, it'd probably be good to have um, Mark on the Culture War podcast in the morning with someone to debate, Mm -hmm. and then Friday night
0: IRL
6: to hang
4: out and, you know. Shoot the shit with the crew. I already swore earlier, so I guess we're, we're swearing today. <laughs> it's Mark's
1: a out. wild Friday night. Sorry. Glenn
4: Grimm says, shout out to Dakota. He's seven years old and is actively kicking cancer's ass. Join the fight. Give, send, right. go. Dakota's army. His family is asking for any support and prayers. God is good all the time.
6: Yeah, hell yeah. Cool. Right on, Dakota. man. Good
4: luck. Good luck. Keep it up, Dakota. William U... Uh, Ubi- Ubi- Ubius?
6: Or Ubi-us. is it Ubilis? Ubius,
4: I think. I don't know. Ubius? Combat vet in need of major auto repairs. Need motor rebuild or swap. My only vehicle and no resources. Job in jeopardy. Can't go see my kid two hours away. Give, send, go. GBB35. We, we here at Timcast are effectively a Craigslist yeah. for you to post your <laughs> uh, willing to buy. And well, needs.
6: if he is, give, send, go. If you use, uh, what's the other one i call GoFundMe. Like GoFundMe, yeah. We don't, that's, read don't those. do yeah, that. Get out of here.
4: Not. Give some go. On the I'm independent. Like, if someone's using GoFundMe, go I'll just say like, hey, you shouldn't, you, you are on yeah, the risk yeah. of getting banned. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is people are like, will you donate to my GoFundMe? I might, but they might just just kick the money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Kane Abel says, Hannah, so which Target are you shopping at to know that these kits exist? I'm kind of confused. I just happened to stumble no. on that stuff. Busted.
1: I, I did walk through a Target recently. I did not buy anything. Um, but yeah, I... It was weird with the Target boycott, which is that I live in a rural area and don't go to Target that often anyways, like I had gone maybe twice in the last year. Um, so it gets really easy to boycott things when you don't go, right? If Walmart is more convenient, you go there anyways. But, you know, I have I have progressive friends. I have normal normie friends who don't totally shame, get it. Occasionally, shame. they want to go through Target, but...
0: No, yeah. I have to. I have to shame my girlfriend every once in a while because she loves Target. It's loves hard. It. Whenever I, mean, I hear her say Target, no, I'm I, not driving you there.
1: I will say, you know, it has been interesting watching the Walmart near me really up its game in terms of trying to be like <laughs> we're <laughs> cute, we're trying fun. To They're trying to compete everyone. so hard. That hey, really Walmart. respect it. They're also paying more influencers, like just the mm, normal influencers really? that I would like follow who, I don't know if Target really did it this much, but I'm seeing a lot of like Walmart partnership push.
0: Hey, Walmart doesn't have insemination kits. Were they really stepping up their game? I
1: don't know <laughs> or that sure. do they? <laughs> That's they the might. thing. I'm going to Google it right now.
0: JTS
4: says, you're right, Tim. I was raised by a single father. I definitely do better in discipline area, but have way less social skills than my single mom friends. Interesting. But it's interesting because if you have no discipline, are you really, are your social, social skills really going to help you out? You know what I mean? Like, you need both. Yeah,
6: you do. Mm-hmm. You need
4: balance. I think the issue is that with discipline, you can you can function and survive. Without discipline, you're, you're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. So even with even if you have discipline but no social skills, you'll figure it out. But if you have social skills and no discipline, you're probably not going to do so well. True. That's why we say single fathers do better than single mothers. Mm-hmm. I think there's something still missing from the picture, but survival's probably higher. Polly where is Ian? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ask him.
5: Uh,
1: He's
6: gone. Uh,
5: yeah. I don't know. He's, He's vanished. Took it
1: out. He's a vapor. Just... You guys don't like Carter? That's going to hurt his feelings. Hey,
5: he's here.
4: And he'll be back. He will be back. Neglectful Sausage says, we want young kids to date more, but we'll keep using the term creep. Women are frightened of average looking males. Creep shaming is how we got here. I think the issue is that men are scared of women. Like, not, like, it's not so much women, it's, the fear of social pressure that they'll post your picture on the internet call you a creepo and all these things when in reality you should just not
0: care well you've seen it with like the new gym trend of you oh, know yeah. men literally just working out and yeah. then they get called yeah. creeps or labeled certain things have you
4: seen the morbidly obese woman being like incels they have like the neck yep. beard and like you know they're like <laughs> cheeto fingers and everyone's on the like on podcast
0: and she's just <laughs> drooping over her chair
4: <laughs> and people are like yo dude you know chill my the thing about that video is most incels are average looking dudes who just don't understand what to do because they were not, they don't have the social skills. Mm -hmm. So I, I do blame the parents quite a bit, but it's like, yo, look, man, there's the old trope of, you know, how do you, how come you see a short, ugly guy with a beautiful woman? Yeah. Is he like, is he a movie producer? It's, it's all about talking. Does does he own, does he own a cracker factory? It's not, it's not necessarily all talking. It's like, a uh, 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 beauty matters so to a guy the physical beauty world. matters more than mental capability but mental capability plays a substantial role this is found in all of the data the dating analysis the reason why guys tend to want like women in their mid-20s as opposed to like an 18 year old or younger is due to the fact that they want someone who's more mature and i'd hope they wouldn't want somebody younger no than no <laughs> you see this is the scary thing the data found that when in blind uh, attraction tests men rated 14 year olds the, the most attractive yeah oh. gross Ugh. so when they show a picture so when they show a picture to a guy and say how would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10 the guys don't know the age or anything about the woman they would rate really really high for very young women and that's why the models you see in magazines and in malls mm-hmm. and at and 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 like uh, lingerie stores well, yeah they're mostly like 15 16 years old it's messed up, that's right? That's demented to me. Yep. How old is a study? This study, uh, this might have been 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. So what they found is actually guys are not attracted to 14-year-olds. They're attracted to 22 to 24-year-olds. And the reason is children are not smart and hard to be around. And they will not provide for successful families. But that's the only reason. Well, I mean, look. <laughs> that's That's horrible. Men find young girls to be physically attractive, but not worthy of starting families with. Not so it's like it's my my point is ultimately that it is gross. Like it's kind of weird that that's what they found. Uh, but ultimate attraction is not absolute physical attraction for guys. It was, are they mature and capable of being a good mom? That's that's really was the, the physical beauty opens the door. But if the woman is not showing the capability to be a good mom, then attraction goes way down. Yeah. Like, obviously, we are not just like, well, you look good. There are guys who are like that for women. It's more inverted. Being attractive opens the door, but for women, it's more about status, capability, confidence, and so you know. If you're a dude, you absolutely you don't you don't have to be the tallest guy or the smartest guy. Perseverance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. So, my friends, what you can do right now: smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com, watch the documentary Infringed, and have your friends watch it. I am giving you permission right now. If you're a member of timcast.com, to actually Press play with other people in the room to watch it. That's right. Ooh, crazy. That's right. I know. You heard me say it. And uh, I'll tell you this uh, one more. If you have a local bar and they have a TV, log in, play it. Play for the people in the bar. We we, we, we are mostly concerned about just, it's a combination of, we got to make the money back to do more of it, but we do want a lot of people to see it. So if you're a member and you have it uh, in your membership, feel free to play it at your local look, club, bar, or whatever, and show all your friends and uh, encourage them to pay attention. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Taylor, do you want to shout anything out?
0: Yeah, give me a follow at TaylorUSA, T A Y L E R U S A, spelled the properly way, I mean, the proper way. And uh, go follow at Watch Tenant now. I'll be reporting a bunch of breaking news and do a man on the streets for them.
4: And uh, Tenant Media on YouTube, and you can watch the Culture War episode from this morning. Clips from the show will still be on YouTube.com slash Timcast, but the live shows will now be on the Tenant channel.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank all of you white men for being here and for being white men. Uh, hold on, most, you're except welcome. Except for Tim and the African
4: American. That's yeah, true. I was except say, for come most, on.
1: most of part of Tim and mostly <laughs> Uh It's just been great. Uh, let's go, white men. That's gonna be a terrible <laughs> 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 uh,
0: disavow. <laughs> here comes the media <laughs> matters <ceiling> article. <laughs> right. Disavow,
1: except for most of what I said. Um, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com until Tim fires me. Uh, at fire at we so should follow at TimCast. You get your
4: own show now. That's
1: true. All right, <laughs> just talk about let's go white men. You heard it okay. here
4: first. <laughs> it's uh, a it's okay. a new show we're launching. It's called Why White Men Are Great.
1: Yeah, it's hosted by me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Can't wait to see it. What was I talking about? Okay, at, follow <laughs> at TimCast News on Instagram and X. It's the best. You can see work for me and all the other journalists. They work so hard. They're excellent. Uh, and if you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram at Hannah Claire And I'm on Twitter or X or whatever it's called at HC Bromo. Uh over to the, another white man.
5: White man Carter Banks here. Make music here at Timcast. We've got a really busy week next week coming up, filming a music video for a secret song. Also I think two music videos, right? Yeah. Two two to three, maybe. Three to three. Uh and then we got our first live performance coming up. Not going to say who that is, but working on that in December. I'm going to um, I'm going to start it, is I'm it gonna, Taylor Hansen
4: with Oombo? I'm going to start teasing it Absolutely. real quick. Uh I'm just going to start teasing it a little bit. Uh, the, one of the songs we're, we're, we're putting out maybe the next one, maybe not, no, maybe not the next one. We'll see is a, what, what I would describe as a, um, what do you call it? What do you call it when a guy keeps hitting on a girl, but she keeps telling them go away. It's that, but for the daily wire and us. So like the daily, so we're, it's not, I don't, I don't want to say we're working with the daily wire and a thing. But you'll understand when it comes out and it's going to be hilarious.
1: You're not the girl being hit on in this scenario. You are no, the man. No,
4: yeah. We're, we're, so we're the relationship like, is a little better yeah, what's that? up? And they're like, the we get, it. We like, get it. Stop
1: making it sound like, so dang. lame.
4: No, but I, what, what I want to say is we're not working with them, but uh, there is there is a relation to the project and they're excited for it. And I don't want to say too much because I, I, I don't know the, the, the degree to which we will we'll pull off a collaboration. But let, I just want to say like, we have something that is that is basically done we got to do the video for that involves The Daily Wire. And whether or not they're in on it as well is going to be up to them. But I know, like, we've discussed things. So I don't want to call it a collaboration just yet because they may just, st- you know, stand by and clap for us, but we'll see. I'll be happy with the claps. And uh, that's, I wouldn't say that. Not happy the clap. With the clap?
5: <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, uh,
1: this is going off the rails.
5: Anyway, you can follow me at Carter Banks on Twitter. You can follow uh, Tim Cast Music at Tim Cast Songs on YouTube. Also, shout out to my mom whose birthday it was yesterday. Yo. And, uh, What's up, Serge?
1: Is Trash House on? Sorry, on the social medias?
5: It is. Okay. And it's at Trash House Rex. Most of the place. Shout out to your mom. Oh, thanks, Serge. Lovely lady. I met her before.
1: Um, Why are you smiling like that? <laughs>
5: hey, she's
6: she's dope. She's lovely. Uh, also, shout out to Taylor. Thank you very much for being here, man. Appreciate you. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know. Just follow me on social, guys, at Serge.com. Alright,
4: everybody.
8: We'll see you all on Monday. Thanks for hanging out.